0: All right, and aloha and welcome back, everyone, once again to another Conscious Media Creator Dojo. This is week three. Our topic for this session is about facilitating events and live broadcasts. My name is Brendan, aka Spider-Man, Skull Babylon. Happy to be able to have you joining us here with some fellow awesome Conscious Creators. And we are just going to invite the fellow Conscious Media creators to be able to gently unmute their microphones as we just bring ourselves up on camera to be able to say hello. And uh, from there, we'll get into some introductions and right into today's presentation. So for all the people tuning in right now, feel free to say hello to all the amazing people tuning in afterwards. So thank you. Oh, beautiful. All right, let's get right into this. Again, just want to be able to move right into our presentation after just we, after we do just some quick introduction and intention. Uh, for those of you who may be new to this, again, the Conscious Media Creator Dojo, this is uh, an intentional space that we've been creating within the community to be able to help support fellow Conscious Media Creators and being able to step into their roles as creators and leaders for Conscious Community and In the process of doing this, we're also focused on building a team of conscious media creators, something that I've been involved with for many, many years now. And as a part of the introduction, before we go into this again, I've been helping create conscious media and conscious community for over 10 years. A lot of you guys have heard me say this, but within this, this kind of frames up the the importance of today's topic I've done like hundreds and hundreds of broadcasts, like literally over the years. This goes back to 2012, uh, as well as facilitating events both in person and online. So we're gonna be taking a lot of concepts today that are gonna be applicable to both. So there are many days uh, within my community of Paradigm Shift London where I would host open-minded discussion circles and these would take place every Friday before I started doing them I didn't really know how to do them I just kind of like brought myself into it and I figured it out as I went and I really just kind of like learned by the process of doing and then lo and behold kind of brought that concept into the digital space started doing podcasts back in the day before zoom was even a thing and then through there started doing google hangouts over the years started bringing people together for interactive conscious community events this was like way back when it was like I'm not saying like I was like one of the first, but I was definitely amongst a small group of people uh, that were kind of like hosting these events here and there. And within the project that we were doing Paradigm Shift Central, uh, what made our project so unique was the fact that we had the regular events. So just like within the Paradigm Shift London community, we had these events every Friday within the Paradigm Shift Central community. We were doing these events as weekly podcasts, like every Thursday and Tuesday and Friday. It was kind of a schedule that changed as we go. So I've got a lot of experience that I'm happy to be able to share here. And again, part of the intention of me creating this dojo is to be able to pass on this wisdom, to be able to pass on this insight, to be able to help support you guys as creators and leaders, as I've said, Um, because the fact is like, I will, I won't be fully around within the community as things continue to evolve. You know, like my life is evolving in many uh, exciting directions and, and, you know, in the same ways that I was in the past able to constantly be there for live broadcasts and meditations and all of these things like that uh, probably won't be like that in the future for various reasons. But again, as we kind of move towards that, what I want to be able to focus on is being able to help support the other creators in doing this, thus in turn, helping assist and accelerate the, collective shift in consciousness. So just in terms of how to support within the dojo that and thank you, thanks guys. I appreciate that. I saw that. Uh, just within the process of of uh how to be able to help support within the conscious media creator dojo. Again, even for those of you who are listening into the future, uh, I put a lot of intention and value into this. I want you guys to really be able to to imagine this as like something that feels like a classroom but also again it's interactive it's something where by the time you're getting it you're out of it i want you to be like whoa like i easily would have paid you know like 30 or 40 bucks for that or something like that you know just be able to hang out here and to be able to receive the the wisdom and the practical insight that we're passing on so if you guys want to be able to help support through single paypal contributions that's always appreciated the link for that is in the zoom link for those of you who are in the zoom right now as well as in the info for this on youtube and the youtube link is in the Spotify link as well. And also you guys are welcome to be able to join in on the Patreon. And I, I, I say that as an invitation as well. So for those of you here, several of you are already on the Patreon. When you join the Patreon, the $11 monthly membership, that gives you the option to join as a leading member within the Paradigm Shift Central community. That's where you get additional additional support within our, within our team of conscious media creators, as well as helping feature your content to the bigger community. So if you guys really enjoy what the dojo is about and you want to be able to get involved that space as well as have access to me as a conscious media creation coach. So if you guys got projects going on, you can just send me a DM anytime and be like, Hey, Brendan, I've got, I've got a live broadcast coming up. Can you give me some tips? Or I've got like this, like, you know, new project that I'm working. Can you share it? Can you give you, can you give me some like quick, like review of it and stuff like that? more than happy to be able to do that. So feel free to join on the Patreon if that's something that you're looking to be able to get involved with. Again, it's $11 a month and think of it as an investment for yourself. But obviously it helps support the ongoing events that we do here within the community. And thank you again to our our Patreon supporters. And the link for that is in the info uh, as well. And side note, at the time that we're doing this, it's July 29th. If anybody wants to join on the Patreon who isn't already joined, like between today and tomorrow, the contributions process August 1st. So if you guys want to get involved for the next round of contributions, feel free to join the Patreon within the next 48 hours. Whatever works for you is totally cool. And you guys can also access me for one-on-one conscious media coaching support. And again, you can kind of book those at a one-off session. So whether or not you're on the Patreon, just let me know if you're just like, hey, let me just, you know, reach out to me, let's book a one-on-one session. And that can be helping you get clarity on your next steps as a conscious media creator. Like I said, helping you with like facilitating event, building community creating content, creating courses, whatever it is that you guys want me to be able to help assist with and more than happy to be able to do that. So just going over a quick recap uh, in terms of what happened within the previous week. And and again, if anything I'm saying, if it resonates with you guys, feel free to draw some 1111s in the chat just to kind of confirm that everything is... Being heard and said, and and I'll keep an eye on the chat to the best of my ability. And uh, welcome to those of you who are joining in as we go. And again, just moving into this with a quick recap so far, what we have done within the Conscious Media Creator Dojo, we've had week one. So week one was about figuring, was about being a creator and embodying our why. So that was a lot about just kind of talking about from kind of like the higher the higher perspective of being light workers, of being conscious creators, and being able to see this as a way for us to be able to extend our service, to be able to help assist with a collective shift in consciousness and really just kind of like bringing it back to that wisdom of understanding that what we're doing here is is about being able to lead people back to the wisdom of the heart and using the tools that we have available through the media outlets, through the media platforms to be able to help share inspiration and inspire people. Week two is all about building community and creating uh, as well as earning income and again, if you hear noise in the background, that's just uh, my cat playing with toys. So shout out to all the cats out there. And again, so the second week was about building community and earning income. So this is where we actually talked about things that, that are leading into this week. So everything's kind of building upon each other. And we talked about different platforms such as Discord and just how to build community and being able to, to have a presence online and leadership and as well as different ways to be able to earn income through things such as Patreon and even just being able to create uh, specific events and ticketed events and so forth and so so on. And again, just a lot of the the logistics and the importance of being able to build morale, authentic connection, building story, and uh, again, being able to create portals to be able to bring people together. And what was one of the things that I said last time within the, the dojo that I know a lot of you were like, whoa, that's really cool, is to remember you are already connected to the people who you have yet to meet. So I think as conscious media creators, that's really, really powerful. And that leads into this week to be able to know that, hey, if I build it, they will come. So moving us into week three, and again, if you missed the previous weeks, uh, for whatever reason, if you're just jumping into this one, go back and check those out. Spotify, Paradigm, Truth Radio, as well as the playlists is in the YouTube info, and uh, direct message me on Instagram if you haven't got those already, and you're just looking for uh, more of those direct links as you need. So moving into this week, again, this week is about facilitating events and a live broadcast. So not every event is going to be a live broadcast, but we are going to be talking about both. And so when we're talking about facilitating events, I'm just gonna kind of be going through notes here and and I wanna be able to invite other people within this kind of partway through uh, to be able to practice sharing some of your insight and wisdom from events that you have hosted or live broadcasts that you have done. So we're not gonna go all the way to the end. I do wanna be able to just invite a little bit of feedback partway through as we move through this, but I do have some notes that I'll just kind of move through. So again, if you guys wanna be able to take notes as you're listening to this, please, by all means, uh, again, here to be able to provide you guys with as much value as possible so that you guys can get Uh, Again, just like really motivated and inspired and confident about being able to help create these events. So in terms of creating events, you know, one of the terms that I like to be able to use within the process of facilitating events is the concept of sacred space. A lot of you have heard me talk about this before. So when we are conscious creators, you know, there's many different ways that we can create events. and, And sometimes an event can still totally just be like completely relaxed and everything like that. But in the context of why we are creating these events, you know, we are creating these events, like I said, to be able to lead people back to the wisdom of the heart. However, we're doing that. When you when you think about the concept of sacred space, this is about being able to think about it from the, <laughs> think about it from the intention, the intention of the space. Uh, that was the sound of my cat flying by the webcam for those of you on Spotify. Uh, what is the intention of the space? That is very, very, very important. So again, the sacred space is about the intention of the space. What is it that makes it sacred? And so when we think of the, even the concept of sacred, sacred is, again, kind of like being able to, 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 uh, I mean, there's many definitions of the term sacred, but I like to be able to think of sacred as being very, again, intentional, something that is moving people towards something, something that is directing them towards a bigger purpose, something that is there to be able to serve, to be able to heal, to be able to inspire, to be able to nurture the spirit in a lot of ways. So if the event that you're hosting is nurturing the spirit, then yes, you can think of that as a sacred space. And when we think of it as a sacred space, this also gives us the opportunity to really be able to focus on just kind of like what energy are we bringing into this space? And what does it look like through the process of us creating it. Even before it's created, we're already creating it. Like creating, hosting and facilitating event isn't just the event itself. It's literally everything that kind of like leads up to the event, the brainstorming process, the promotion, the invitations, uh, the concept, all of that. That is a part of the process because essentially what you're doing with an event is you're leading people through a journey. And and that's a very, very powerful experience. Not every event is going to necessarily be like that, but I do want you to be able to open up uh, to the concept that when you're facilitating events, specific events, how can it actually serve as a journey that will actually have almost like a start, a middle, and an end? It will lead people through a story of a sort, and we'll get into that a little bit later. So in terms of, uh, again, creating sacred space, why do you want to create it? And how do you create it? And what is the intention? So what is the why? So in terms of being able to think about what an event is, obviously, sometimes it just involves the brainstorming process, being able to to just get that initial idea. Some of you may already be like, yeah, I know what I want to be able to create for an event. But if you don't know what you want to create for an event, it's, it's important to be able to ask some simple questions, such as what is there a need for now, this is a type of question that I often ask regular times within the paradigm shift community. Oftentimes we go through a variety of different events that we have, and, and again, you know, just in terms of, of the many different events that are out there, there can be events related to group discussions, presentations, guided meditations, podcast style formats, sound healing. And then you can also get into events that are very intentional. Uh, that are much kind of like a ceremony, like a ritual in a lot of ways. Uh, as well as you can get into events that can be kind of more casual, such as like a party and a gratitude circle. And then you get into events uh, with like kind of like specific niches, such as a flowetry class, an open mic format, which many of you have seen me done. You can also see events that are kind of more focused towards the concept of healing. They can be an introspective class, they can be kind of like a prompt class where you're asking people questions and you're holding space and you're kind of like taking them on a journey. And also you can have events that can really just be kind of like casual hangouts focused on the process of team building. So in terms of being able to figure out what type of events you wanna do, again, it's important to just be able to reflect on that question of, well, what is there a need for? So uh, this goes hand in hand with what are the topics that you want to be able to connect with people over? What are you passionate about? What is the focus of your community? And how will this event deepen the roots and move the story forward for your community? So every event that you do, think about the idea that This is like Moving the story forward. It's moving the plot forward. Chapter one, it's you getting the community started and you send out the intention out into the matrix and you start getting like feedback from people and they start raising their hands and they say, Oh, this is something I'm interested in. This is something I'm interested in. And then chapter two, you have that first event. You bring the people together. You gather the knights around the round table. You establish the intention of the circle. You discuss, you share, you connect, you get to know one another. And then, you know, chapter three, you continue through these next series of events and each event that you're doing again you're kind of like building the team you're deepening the roots you're building the connection uh, but you're also being able to help direct the focus for what the community is moving towards and the focus is often the theme of the event you know the discussion topics of the event so in terms of again being able to to think about what type of event do you want to be able to create well it's important for you to just be able to reflect well what are you passionate about you know like what are you what are you incredibly passionate about that you want to be able to talk to more people with you know do you want to have more discussions with and so again you know just kind of like looking at the the people in the in the group here who I've gotten to be able to know over over the the months and the days and the years and everything like that you know we got people here who are passionate about being able to talk about things such as like psychic abilities and extrasensory we got people who want to be able to focus more on kind of like the sound healing and facilitation Uh, we've got people here want to be able to focus on kind of like the sacred sexuality we've got people who want to be able to focus on uh, again kind of like the emotional healing like everything everything There's, there's there's a broad spectrum and, and it's possible for you to kind of like move from one event to another. But at the same time, you know, if you kind of want to be able to like niche your community uh, in towards a specific theme, that's okay too. So uh, again, you know, say for example, it's just like, well, okay, like, let's see. I want to be able, I'm really, I'm just using this as an example off the top of my head. I want to be able to... I'm really passionate about chakras. You know, that's something that I've learned about. And not only do I want to be able to share my own information and knowledge on it, but I want to be able to create a circle where I can talk to other people about it so I can learn too. Okay, cool. That gives me something to be able to go off of because are there other people there who are hosting group discussions where it's specifically about chakras and maybe each class that you do is related to a specific chakra. Ooh, wow. You can start to go deep with that. And you can start to see how with each event that you can host, you can really make it as specific as possible. Like that's the thing when it comes to events, you can create unlimited events. Like you don't have to kind of like take a million topics and put it into all one thing. You can literally take like, you know, like good, a good series of multiple topics and then just focus one event on one topic, on one topic, on one topic. And then you just really dive deep into that. And again, the confidence in being able to do with that comes with the experience and it comes with the the knowledge of being able to understand how to be able to facilitate that. We're going to get into that process. But again, just in terms of being able to think about events, I want you to really be able to just kind of like even imagine right now, like, okay, what are the... The things that I would be really excited to be able to host an event about be it a group discussion, uh, be it something that I want to be able to present, be it a journey that I want to be able to guide through. And oftentimes, these will be a reflection of your own journey. So if you're like, Whoa, you know, like, like. I love being able to share music and I love being able to go through sound healing and I've been through sound healing journeys and, and, and how can I create that? Oh, maybe I can, maybe I can actually create that experience online to be able to lead people through that. And so again, you know, and a very important question to be able to reflect on when it comes to creating an event is what do you want people to take with them when they leave? So this is a very, very deep question that, that can really just kind of help you go through the process of being able to formulate what the event is gonna look like, you know? So in terms of, uh, say for example, within the Paradigm Shift community events, many of the topics that we would do would kind of uh be something that i would intuitively feel into Uh, so within the project of paradigm shift central uh, again our schedule kind of changes here and there and everything like that Um, but there was a good period where we were doing our synergy circles every thursday for for quite some time and we'll go back to those but i was always picking a specific topic and for me picking that topic uh, was really again me just checking in with the need of just kind of like feeling into the collective weather and being like, well, what, what, what does the collective want to talk about? What's relative right now? And, and kind of feeling into that and then, you know, picking that specific topic. And so, you know, some of the topics that we did, we talked about shadow work, we talked about the hero's journey, we talked about uh, out there stuff like UFOs and hollow earth, we talked about, you know, like all sorts of things. But again, in the process of being able to talk about that, within the context of the paradigm shift central community, the, the, what I wanted people to be able to get out of it was empowerment. I didn't want the the, the conversation to literally just be the process of something that just felt uh, just kind of like verbal, you know, just kind of like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, but it doesn't really amount to anything. I'm sure you guys have probably seen this before where, you know, you go into a community event or maybe it's like something on clubhouse. And if it's not really facilitated properly, you know, you get some people and they're going and they're going back and forth at each other. And if that, Consistency and in that intention and, and that integrity isn't there, you know. If anything, it can kind of leave you feeling the event almost drained. Be like, what the heck was that? Like, like, I feel like, you know, like some people were bitter, were bantering back and forth and everything like that. And it just didn't really seem like it was moving towards a cohesive direction. So, as a facilitator, you know, just to be able to move people towards simple, and, and, and simple directions such as empowerment. You know that gives you the opportunity to really be able to reflect on how that discussion is going to be led how that event is going to be led so when people leave the paradigm shift discussions you know i want them to be able to feel empowered regardless of what the topic is the topic is more just kind of a place for us to play oh cool we talked about fairies that was really cool but at the same time how can we take that concept of fairies and bring it back to the place of self empowerment so this is where again you know like within the communities that you guys are building as conscious creators it really is about self-empowerment. So every event that you can do is most likely going to lead people back to a form of self-empowerment. So just keeping that in mind is very important because then again, it just kind of gives a little bit more like clarity on being able to to reflect on like, okay, like where are we going with this event? You know, this event isn't just something that's just kind of like, you know, there are going to be events that are just going to be like casual hangouts and stuff like that. But even in the casual hangouts that may not be recorded, What you can still get out of that is a a gentle form of empowerment that is actually through the connection that is built with the members of that community. So that's where, you know, some events that you want to do, you want them to be like super intentional and super specific around the theme and you're going to be facilitating that topic there are other events that you can also do where those events may just be kind of like you facilitating a very loose ended discussion. And and it may not even be too much of facilitation. And it may just kind of be like, Hey, how's everybody doing? What's up? Oh, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. And again, as long as you're in a space with people that you resonate with, you'll find that through the process of just facilitating that event, which at that point, like, is it, is it an event? Or is it just people hanging out? Well, yes, it is. It's still an event, because it's something that's taking place within your community. So whatever is taking place within your community it's important for you to kind of like create these little containers where you know like you can allow people to be able to be invited into this space whatever happens within that container happens and then to leave that space feeling a deeper connection with the team or feeling a little bit more empowered or a little bit more inspired or a little bit more wiser, uh, being able to carry with them knowledge that has arisen within the circle. So when you think about the, the process of creating these sacred spaces and creating these events, one of the, the themes that I really like to be able to focus on is the idea that these events are literally portals, are portals for wisdom and knowledge and insight and spirit to be able to come through. So in terms of being able to to evolve as a facilitator and as a conscious leader within the community, the best way you can go about it is to be able to practice. But once you get into a process of practice, this really brings you to the place where, and, and I'm speaking about this as I'm literally doing it, where you can get into more or less a flow state where you can get through the process of being able to have like a rough layout of what it is that you're going to do but then you get into the confidence of being able to say hey you know what the container is created I know why I'm here. I know what the intended outcome of this event, in this case, to educate you guys about something that I'm knowledgeable and to be able to inspire you guys. And then from there, it's to be able to trust yourself through the process of being able to say, I have what I need to be able to guide this event. I have what I need to be able to facilitate this event. And then you'll find yourself just kind of like speaking and talking and leading and guiding. And that's not something that immediately happens right away, but it is something that is developed as a skill. It is developed with uh, literally like building like the neural pathways, if you wanted to think of it from like the neuroscience kind of uh, perspective. So again, the more that you do this, the more hardwired it becomes, the more confident it it enables you to be able to just jump into an event and be able to say like, okay, here's the topic. I don't even need any notes. Let's go because I'm here and I know what I'm capable of simply by me being able to just take that first breath, be in my heart space and follow the routine follow the consistency, follow the format. So this is where, you know, with some events, being able to have a simple format uh, is incredibly powerful, is incredibly impactful. So um, again, you know, with being an event creator, this is the opportunity for you to step into that next role of your leadership. If you have not facilitated an event before, that's totally fine. But if you were just like, hey, you know what, like I want to be able to evolve as a leader, facilitating events is a super powerful way to be able to step into that, like almost instantaneously, because you'll do one event, might not be perfect, but you'll be like, whoa, this opens up a whole new spectrum of things that I can do in terms of being able to provide value to the community. And again, that's what we're doing. We're providing value to the community. And even though there may be a bunch of events out there, that's okay. Like there's a bunch of people who don't know about a bunch of those events. So if you can be the branch to invite people into the space that you are creating, then it's still going to serve. It's still going to, again, kind of like be, be from that, that altruistic perspective of being able to create space that will uplift, empower, empower, and inspire people. And again, as we talked about before, You can do this as a service, you can do this as value, and you can actually be able to do this in a way where you are being supported through financial revenue, you're being restored through regenerative income, you're being supported through building a Patreon and building a monthly membership and hosting these events. You could literally build a Patreon in the process of like, hey, join my Patreon for 20 bucks a month, and within that, we have two events each month. And that's it. Like that could literally be like a super simple way of being able to say, this is what I'm offering, in confidence, this is what we're doing. And then you follow through with it. And then your job as a facilitator of the event, because again, the facilitation doesn't just happen during the event. The facilitation takes place way before the event. It takes place through the coordination, the graphics, the promotion, the invitation, da, 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 da. but in the process of you doing that, that's what you, you do. You are the facilitator. So again, with the process of facilitating events, what does it mean to be a facilitator? Being a facilitator is being a leader, but it's also being a steward, a steward for the space, a steward for the energy, being able to help create the channel and create the space through which the energy can flow through. And again, I just wanna be able to move through a couple things here and I wanna be able to, to get into, again, just kind of some, some back and forth wisdom sharing from people here who have done uh, live broadcasts and event facilitation of various forms to be able to just share, you know, like what was helpful for you? So there's a couple more things that I do just want to be able to hit upon and, and uh, we'll move through it as quick as possible. So again, in terms of being able to facilitate an event, it is about being able to create a container for wisdom to flow. So that container is held in place because of the intention and because of the integrity. So the container of the event will be a hologram of you. So if you're just like, man, whatever, I'm just going to do this goofy event, then that event might not have like super good integrity. And then people will show up to this and be like, hmm, like, I don't know if I want to come back to this. Like there was something like, like it didn't feel like as professional. It didn't feel as, as intentional as what I'm looking for, you know? So, so you're, you're going to find a, a variety of people and, and, and there are going to be people that it may just be there, just to totally just shoot the shift. And, and that's cool too. And then you get some people that are just like, my time is valuable. Do not, do not invite me to something unless it is kind of like streamlined and worth my intention, worth my attention, worth my time and worth my energy. So you really want to be able to honor the time of the people who are coming to your event because there is an energy exchange, you know, they're giving you the the energy of your attention of their attention. That is one of the most important and valuable resources that you can have. And again, this, this doesn't just go with events such as like, you know, group discussions and zoom. This goes with lives as well. This goes with doing live tarot and and everything, you know, people come on, they might just be able to come in there for a minute. They are giving you the energy of your attention. What can you provide in that moment? And it's not to do it in a way where it's like, Oh, there's so much pressure, you know, do it in a way where it can just be like very lighthearted. uh, Again, just very playful. And at the end of the day, very authentic. Like that's that's all it is. It's, it's really just about you being able to find confidence in, in expressing your authentic energy. And as you do that, you'll find that as you get into the process of facilitating events, there will be different states of consciousness that you will literally be able to switch between. There will be the type of consciousness that you will use for an event that is quite serious and quite intentional and you kind of drop into that mode some of you have seen me do this you know like like where there's like certain events and i kind of like i'll literally change the cadence of my voice I'll change the way I kind of like present myself. And it's still me. It's still 100% authentically me. It's just a different kind of state of conscious expression of me. And then you have the other versions where, again, it is just going to be kind of like more casual, more playful. And then again, you kind of have the ones where it's just kind of like pretty, you know, pretty, pretty laid back and everything like that and open to feedback. And 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 it's always open to feedback. But again, you you can kind of understand how your authentic self is a spectrum, is, is, is the capacity to be able to, to facilitate a variety of events in a variety of formats, in a variety of styles as well. So uh, simple things in in process of dealing with events, you know, if you do have any events that you're doing where you may, um, because again, you're creating sacred space and the energy of the space is very important. And there's not too much that I have to talk about on this, but uh, don't shy away from blocking people, blocking trolls. If you have people come onto your live broadcast and and you're able to do so and you got people that are leaving inappropriate comments, such as on Instagram or TikTok live or even on YouTube don't be afraid to block them. You know, like that, that energy is not what the space is for. And, and so that's where, again, you know, even just being able to, to have like simple guidelines for events is very important. Guidelines for your community, such as an event, like guidelines that you post in your discord. And then those guidelines echo over into your events. So if people come into your discord and there's like, blah, 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 F this, F that, duh, 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 like, you know, it's totally inappropriate stuff. Like it's okay. You can block them. Like that's okay. You know, like that event space, that space, that sacred space, it wasn't for them in the first place. They already revealed that, that to you. And again, in the process of doing that, you're maintaining the integrity of that space. So much of how we talked about last week with, with the community and the energy of the community and the intention of the community, that happens, you know, within within a space that's kind of outside of events. This is all that just kind of within events. You know, it's a micro macro kind of reflection. So in the same way you block and bless if someone came into your discord and started spamming, block and bless in your your events if you need to as well. And so with your events, you know, you want to be able to to keep them focused. If the intention is to keep them focused, then keep them focused. I'm just going over a couple notes here, take them on a journey. You know, this is, this is, this is a very, very powerful way to be able to move people through a process where uh, your event can be kind of structured with a start, a middle and an end. And this is going to look different for different people, depending on what the event may be. But that's the concept of like, what journey do I want to be able to take people on today? Again, leading them towards that journey of self-empowerment is ultimately the journey that, that many of us will always, be leading people towards and, and education and wisdom sharing and entertainment as well. So again, you know, I'll just give you a quick example. Um, one of the events that, that I, I've done recently with um, with Lacey, and I talked about this last week, but I'll just give it to you because it's, it's a good example. And I think you'll be able to see how you could actually echo this, uh, was the Rising in Love event. And the Rising in Love event that I did with Lacey, it was specifically an event for conscious couples. And what we do with this event is that we actually set it up in a way where we have a brief introduction. And, and, and when we 've done this, it was literally just like us and one other one other couple, so it was a very intimate event, very, very intentional and Then we go through a series of questions and the questions open up specific prompts, specific thoughts, specific emotions, and we lead them through this journey, and we're facilitating them through it, and we're responding to their questions. We're answering the questions as well in this case, and then we kind of lead them through a series of questions, and then eventually partway through, we go into a meditation, and then that meditation kind of brings that energy into the heart space, anchors it into our roots, really just creates that very powerful present moment, and then after that, we finish it off with a few more prompts relative to reflection, and then out of that, it moves into a conclusion. So again, you kind of got to start a middle and a start introduction halfway through questions prompts. So again, I'm using this as an example, but you guys could create this an event where, you know, your event could be about like going deep, going deep with people. Like the, the prompt style of a journey is very powerful for if you are doing something related to, uh, again, healing related to shadow work, something like that, you know, create a series of questions that you can use to kind of lead people through these events. And then eventually, again, you kind of like get to the end where they feel like they've actually gone somewhere. By the time they come to your event, you know, in the same way someone would go to a movie and they'd watch a movie and they'd go through the hero's journey of the character on screen, you get to be able to provide them with that through the process of your facilitation. So as a facilitator, again, you're like the guide. You are literally guiding them through an experience. Sometimes you know exactly what that experience is going to be. Sometimes you don't necessarily, but at the very least, with any event, if you can make sure that you have like a start and an end, and then the middle can become like a bit of variety. The middle can become like something that, that is designed to be spontaneous. That is designed to be able to give people a chance to be able to reply with questions, but then having a specific theme uh, related to that. So that's where, when we do our events uh, our podcast discussions, you know, that's where we pick a topic and then there's a start and the end and everything in the middle, it's all relative to the topic. So uh, in terms of being able to, to create the space again, you know, you're creating the space for a chance for people for two for people to be able to practice being sacred mirrors so in an event where it's a group discussion um this is a very very powerful concept where again you know through this process people get to be able to to see themselves in others and and this is where we grow this is one of the things that that i was totally amazed by when i started doing the paradigm shift london meetups in my city so these were again physical meetings that that i did um, just with group discussions was the idea i was like okay we're all growing If we were to come together and share our knowledge, we could actually accelerate our growth. So this is where, again, you know, through the process of you creating a community, if you create a community where, say, for example, every week or every two weeks, you're having a group event, that group event is literally helping your community accelerate its growth. And and it will grow at the rate of how intentional you create the atmosphere, how well those events are facilitated. And so, again, also within the process of creating these events, it's important for you to be able to remind people taking part in them that it is just practice. And this is where you want to be able to facilitate an event uh, with a mix of kind of like, like intentional seriousness, but also playfulness and lighthearted. Help them feel comfortable. Help them feel like, oh, it's okay if you stumble over your words. That's okay. We're not here to be perfect. We're here to play. We're here to practice. So reminding people within your event, oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about XYZ today. It's okay. This is just practice. You know, helping them feel safe that that's very very important within the process of creating the the intentional sacred space while also kind of like holding them up to the process of being able to do something a little bit outside of their comfort zone and then in the process of doing this you know through the process of creating this event this is where you really focus on being able to cultivate authentic connections with people you know people start to open up they start talking they start breaking through boundaries like breaking through mental barriers and, and this is again what we do a lot within the paradigm shift community um, even lately within the paradigm shift circle discussions the ones that we usually do on friday where you have, we've created that space to be able to give people the chance to be able to practice sharing. And there have been multiple people that have come into that space. We've created with such intention and we've gotten the feedback on this. Like it works where people are like, Whoa, like, you know, I've never talked about this stuff in person. I've never talked about this stuff on a podcast before. This was my first time talking about it in a group oh, that felt awesome. That felt so cool. And and so that's where, again, you know, like in the process of doing that, you don't know how much your event may mean to someone else. So Getting into the flow state. I already talked about that. Helping lead people back to the heart and also creating a routine for your events if you can. So if you can do an event every week, if you can do an event every two weeks, that's great because that's going to help coordinate your community around that. It gives you a way to be able to help focus your promotion, focus your invite, and really just be able to help like build the consistency with that. Again, that's what we're doing right here. You know, every I committed to that. Every Thursday, we're doing our dojo. Duh, 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 and once we kind of move through the dojo, we'll be opening up some other events within the community. But having that routine is powerful because that's where... Again, Again, you bypass the algorithm of an Instagram or a TikTok. If you can bring people into your Discord, that's great because that's where you can notify people, or whether it's Discord, whether it's a newsletter, some place that you're using to be able to help notify people of events. Could be a telegram group, could be an IG group chat, whatever the case may be. But you know, if they're just like, hey, when's the next event? They won't know, they won't need to ask that if they already know, oh, it's every Wednesday at two PM or something of that matter. But again, these events, they can also be your live broadcasts, They can be your IGs. They can be your TikToks. Uh, They can be something where it's like, you know, like, oh, Uni goes live for his sound healing every day at 4 p.m. And people are like, I'm there, I'm there, you know, and you don't constantly have to constantly keep like putting out the promotion, you put it out like here and there. Uh, But you create that routine and and you hold that routine as long as you're able to knowing that your schedule will change and it's adjustable and and people will be okay with that. Uh, Just be sure to kind of like let them know and everything like that. But creating a routine is very, very powerful with your events. So again, in terms of types of events, um, is this good for you guys? Is this like 1111s and stuff like that? You guys got some Four 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 on the clock i'm just gonna take a quick drink of water um again i just kind of want to move through this real quick and then we'll get right into some uh discussion and everything like that because there's a couple of key things okay so um again in terms of the type of events uh state the obvious i didn't really mention this earlier but in, ver- in terms of the variety of techniques that you can host an event you can have your ticketed events you can have your free to join events you can have your lead in events you can have your live broadcasts, which are, again, you know, your, your, your TikToks, your IGs, even your YouTubes. Um, and one thing that I do want to talk about is even being able to, to utilize something such as doing live tarot to be able to generate income on the spot. I'll teach you guys a little bit about what I've learned from doing that, as well as being able to even um, build a Patreon on the spot doing a live broadcast. That's a super cool way to be able to do it. So just in terms of how do we create these spaces and what platforms are there? So these are the primary platforms. Again, you've got your Zoom, you've got your Instagram live, your TikTok live. Uh, but then you've got a couple of other ones that are a little bit more obscure, but each kind of have like their own, uh, kind of unique abilities to them. You've got discord. A lot of people don't know this, but within discord, there's what's referred to as the stage feature. This is a lot like clubhouse. Obviously you've got clubhouse as well. Some of you have, have seen us use our discord. This is again, a really cool format within the community, within the process of creating events, because the stage format, it's audio only. I encourage you guys to eventually kind of check that out down the road if you're like, oh, okay, maybe I do wanna host some discussion circles for people and something that's kind of like not a Zoom event, not super formal, but still something that gives us a chance to kind of connect as this community discord has that what's referred to as a stage feature and then you've got clubhouse some of you may be like hey i want to use clubhouse clubhouse um it's kind of like it's up in the air in terms of whether or not it's really worth your time there's a lot of stuff on clubhouse but in terms of building a community on clubhouse that's a pretty steep hill to be able to climb since most of your community is probably already on instagram and tiktok so if you're thinking of doing something like a clubhouse event, it would be easier for you to be able to do that on a Discord. Create your private Discord, create your invite-only Discord, host those voice-only conversations on Discord, whatever they may be. And again, those can be pretty casual, but those can also be focused around specific themes and specific topics as you choose. And also on Discord, you can even create just like a video chat. So that's where, again, kind of like Zoom, you can host a video chat through Discord, which I would... I would use Discord more if it's kind of like the the semi-casual events, whereas kind of the events that may be ticketed and a little bit more professional and intentional, use Zoom. Everybody's familiar with Zoom. And again, there are the options to be able to to hook up your Zoom uh, to uh, a YouTube Live where you can actually broadcast your lives and record your lives there or even just upload them. And it's super easy. So another just couple key things, YouTube Live you can connect your zoom to a youtube account and you can broadcast from zoom with a pro account which is like 20 bucks a month pretty affordable you can broadcast from zoom onto youtube and have it recorded there and have people interacting with your broadcast on youtube as you're broadcasting on zoom and you can also do that in a way where it essentially becomes a podcast if you want to do it that way uh for some of you who are here i'm not going to get into the details but if you're just if you want to know how to be able to connect your zoom to go live onto youtube direct message me afterwards and I'll send you a tutorial video that I did on this. That's like a 20 minute tutorial video where I just go into the details. It's all technical stuff, stuff that I'm not going to get into now. But again, that is another option where again, you're broadcasting on YouTube and then you have your links in your YouTube and then you're kind of building the community there. So again, it's kind of knowing which platforms are going to be more versatile and more appropriate for what it is that you're building. But at the very least, you know, Zoom would be the go-to and Instagram live and TikTok live when it's relative discord stage feature, when uh, you want to do some relative events, uh, Discord video chat if it's something more just kind of like a casual kind of like vibe hangout type thing. Um, Clubhouse here and there, whether or not you choose to. And then YouTube Live can also be very helpful. Um, even if it is like doing something like live tarot, uh, you can really utilize YouTube Live and Instagram and TikTok all at once for doing something like live tarot. Uh, as well as uh, podcasts, live podcasts, and uh, even something such as um, Insight Timer, which also you can use for meditation lives and uh, again, even like Tarot Lives and things like that. Uh, OBS is open broadcast software. Some of you've heard of this. Some of you are like, I've heard of OBS, but I don't know what OBS does. Uh, OBS is a third-party platform, the third-party software that you can use to kind of add graphics to your visuals when you're going live. Some of you have seen me do this. Uh, There's a time and a place for it. It's a little bit more advanced. It requires a higher bandwidth within your internet signal. So it's probably not for everyone. Um, But one thing that you can do is you can really, if you're just like, whoa, I really want to focus on doing tarot live broadcast and really get professional with it, you can create an OBS where you're on camera and then you can actually have like your your ticker at the bottom with new members and how many people you got signed up for your patreon for example uh, as well as links to your other stuff again kind of like what you see on twitch so if you're thinking like oh i want to do something like twitch obs uh, another thing would be uh, a platform called Streamlabs would be another one which may not be appropriate may not be applicable for everyone And I'm just going to write these inside time into the chats again, even though they're not too, too hard to remember, but just in case anybody's just like, can you like, give me the list of that? That's basically the list that I just read out. So again, those are, those are the tools. Those are the platforms that that you can be able to use. So uh, I just want to be able to go over um, just like a couple things real quick in terms of how, before the event starts, what you want to be able to do. And then I want to be able to just open it up into some group discussion as we go. Is this good? Are you guys getting like, is this good value so far? You guys are learning stuff. Okay, cool. Um, and I want you guys to be able to ask me questions too, right? Like there's probably stuff that I'm like haven't fully even thought of where again, I've got thousands of hours of experience facilitating events. Um, oh, that's what I okay. One thing in terms of uh, this is this is important and I want to do this before you even get into the events. in terms of again, being able to facilitate the events itself. <clears throat> this is something that takes practice, but it is very important to be able to facilitate an event where you're keeping things focused. Um, this is where events can sometimes go off the rail. If you're hosting an event and, and you're just kind of like keeping things on a specific topic, and then you pass the mic to someone else and they're sharing, and then next thing you know, 10 minutes go by. 15 minutes go by no one's interrupting them they're still talking are they even talking about the subject anymore people are starting to get less interested what do you do in that situation you preemptively prevent that situation from happening unless you are okay with them talking for like 15 20 minutes where again you either just kind of let people like hey reminder we're going to keep things intentional and concise keep comments intentional and concise within the conversation here literally um within the process of before your event starts you can literally just go over the guidelines go over the intention, remind people that you're going to be facilitating the space. Please do not unmute your microphone unless the facilitator has prompted you to be able to do so. Uh, When you're sharing conversation, please be intentional and concise with your comments. Unless again, it's an event where it's just like, oh, it's just totally just talk forever or whatever like that. But again, don't be afraid where if someone is just kind of talking to just gently be able to unmute your microphone and just be able to kind of like politely just kind of like say to them, just be like, first of all, acknowledge acknowledge what they've said that that's very important because even when you're you're quote unquote interrupting someone you can do it in a way where you're, you're just being like hey i'm not trying to be rude but let's just kind of steer things back on course where you can just be like hey thank you so much for sharing um just kind of you know like we're going to pass it to the next person in another minute so and they'll just be like oh okay yeah, yeah yeah and then they kind of Da, 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 conclude. And, and as long as, again, they're, they're kind of like already vibing with the space, they'll just be like, oh, like, sorry, I didn't even realize I was talking too long. It's nothing personal. But again, you as a facilitator do just want to be there to be able to help facilitate the conversation, lead it back. And if someone says something, then, you know, bring it back to the discussion, focus on the specific topic, ask a specific question, talk about it from your heart for a moment, just be able to kind of like bring things back. Because that can happen in, in events where, you know, it just kind of like, People will kind of, woo, it kind of goes off course. Bringing it back, recenter the conversation. Very, very important. You kind of hear that within Clubhouse sometime. Okay, we're going to reset the room, right? So, within, a, say, for example, a Zoom discussion and something like that, do not shy away from recentering the room, recentering the conversation. So, you can even, maybe that sometimes just means like, hey, you know, like I feel like we're getting a little off topic. Let's just take a moment here to breathe. And you just take a moment to breathe, listen to your heart okay, let's continue. And then you kind of go into it as well. So when we facilitated events within the community of Paradigm Shift London, which were the physical events, a cool little visual cue that was actually very helpful for just getting people into the mindset was instead of when you had something to share within the circle, instead of just raising your hand and being like, "Ooh, me next, me next sort of thing. Instead, what we would tell people to do would be to hold their hand out, palm up, So they would put their hand out and and they're doing that as if they have something to offer, which they do. They have something to offer to the circle. And then so you can kind of like think of like, you know, that's kind of more or less what you're replicating here within Zoom, but obviously you can just kind of like check in with people and just ask them to gently raise their hand. But again, it's it's inviting people to gently offer. So again, that rules more kind of like if you're facilitating an actual physical event where instead of just like putting their hand up, gently hold the hand out. And then what you're going to be doing within the process of facilitating the event is to get a scope on who you're passing the talking stick to. And you can refer to it as a talking stick. Ahead of time. So, say for example, you're you're going to be like having a group discussion. Um, Again, some of you see me do this within the circle discussions all the time. Where I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to talk to this on a minute, and then we're going to pass it to the next person who wants to go next. Raise your hand right now, and then you guys would. I'd be looking on the Zoom, click through if I need to. Oh, okay, Kelly's Kelly. Okay, and then Tyler. Okay, cool. Everybody knows at that point. There's no confusion, and it gives them a chance to be able to mentally prepare themselves. You pass it to them next. You're aware of that. You say whatever you need to within your heart. Keep it pretty concise. Pass it to the next person. Keep the pace going. By the time Kelly's done talking, it goes back to you. You're the facilitator. Thank you, Kelly. Again, acknowledge them. Express gratitude. That's always very important. Everybody within the circle, again, in a way that's genuine too. Like, don't just say it just because you're supposed to say it. Just be like, thank you for sharing that. If there's something you want to reply with, very short. You can do that. That's okay. Okay. Tyler, we're going to pass it over to you. Who wants to go after Tyler? Oh, it, oh, Uni wants to go. Okay, boom. You're always one step ahead. That little tip saves you a lot because then what you want to be able to do is when you get into the process of facilitating th- these events, you want things to kind of really flow smoothly. And, and this is something that takes a little bit of practice, but what can happen if, if, if you don't do this and, and you're still learning and there will be moments where this may happen, where, you know, you kind of like someone goes and then you just kind of like, and then it almost like, slows down. It, it almost kind of like layers like, uh, uh, like what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, who's, who wants to, does somebody else want to go like, uh, 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 and like, that's okay if it happens, but just being able to prompt people ahead of time, figure out that list. You're always one person ahead. And then again, you know, like even as people are talking, this is something that takes a little bit more skill. It comes with multitasking. If you have your notes ahead of you, it's okay. While someone's listening, while someone's talking, you know, just politely just kind of have your notes on screen be like, Oh, that's a good topic. Oh, we haven't talked about this one yet. Okay, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them finish and then I'm gonna hit upon that topic. So you always kind of have those notes. And that's where, again, even the process of what I'm about to get into before your event starts, having notes is definitely one of them. So again, just in the process of being able to facilitate an event, very, very intentional. Uh, other things that you wanna be able to do. So again, when the event starts, welcome people. Welcome them. Set the intention, and we'll talk a bit about the, more of this later. Um, establish who you are. Establish a bit of your expertise. If it's relative, say for example, "Hey everyone, my name is Brendan. Thank you so much for joining the dojo. I've been creating conscious media for like a billion years. I'm happy to have you guys here, and we're going to talk about conscious media." Buh, 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 buh. Not that, it's, not that I sound, I mean, do I sound like that? I probably do sometimes. Um, but anyways, what you guys would want to be able to do, say for example, you know, just be like, hey, my name's Sally, um, I'm a trained psychotherapist, and today we're going to be working on diving deep into emotional healing. So that little just part of just like, and you know, even just as an example, I'll just use an example just with Carly, where it's just like, say Carly's doing a live tarot broadcast. Hi guys, my name's Carly, welcome to our tarot broadcast. I've been doing tarot for, five years or something like that. Like just that little extra line just to be able to give people that opportunity to be like, oh, like this person is worth paying attention to. This person is someone who is talking about something that they're familiar with. I'm going to pay attention to it. That little, little bit right at the beginning, you know, even for Uni. hey guys, welcome to our sound healing event. My name's Uni. I've been facilitating sound healing events for the past three years, four years. I've been taking part. I've learned from, from elders and shamans and I I'm so grateful to be able to have you here. So again, you know, just kind of like welcome them in and you guys are actually going to practice. I want to be able to, part of the exercises today, I want you guys to actually be able to practice. Pretend it's the first 30 seconds of your broadcast of your event. What do you say? You guys are going to be practicing that a little bit later if you want to. It'll just be, again, this is like a hockey practice, basically. That's what I see. But again, you know, in the process of doing that, the event itself has that introduction, has that establishment of expertise. And then from there, it gives a brief overview of what to be able to expect. The quick preview in this event, we're going to be talking about X, Y, Z. And then you can even go as far as to say, and then at the end, we're going to finish it up with meditation and then we'll conclude. And that's pretty much it. Keep it pretty simple. So give them a little bit of an understanding. And then again, if you want, you guys have seen us do this within our paradigm shift circles, uh, within our paradigm shift synergy circles specifically, where we do a little bit of a meditation. So before you even jump, if if you're, if you feel like you're it, you're just like, oh, I'm a little bit nervous. This is pretty intense. There's a lot of energy moving here. (sighs) Let's just do a quick couple breaths. Let's just do a few meditations, (sighs) arrive into the heart space, figure out your topic. You've already got your topic figured out. Practice talking on it. What comes through in that moment? Moving people towards empowerment. Everything that you have is already within you. Listen to your heart. It will come through. Check your notes if you need them. Say what you need to. Halfway through what you're saying. I'll pass it over to the next person in a minute. Who wants to go next? Check in. They raise their hand. Perfect. going to pass it to you. Talk for about another minute, give or take pass it over to the next person. And then you're facilitating. And then in the process of doing that, uh, if you need to, you know, if it's a Zoom, people are coming in, you're welcoming them in, making sure everybody's on mute, uh, establishing some basic guidelines if you need to, even at the beginning, uh, where you can literally just say, you know, this is an intentional space. Please respect your members. Please keep your microphones muted unless prompted otherwise. Super, super, super simple. So um Uh, thank you thank you thank you again everyone uh for those of you who are heading out early thank you guys so much for for joining in and um jenna just seeing your comment there as well and uh, yes okay so yeah so then you're moving through the discussion and then by the end of it you keep an eye on the time and even just let people know ahead of time okay we're gonna go for about 20 more minutes let's get close to wrapping this up let people know ahead of time And then you conclude it. Maybe there's a little meditation at the end. You thank everyone. And again, at the start and the end, another thing that's very important is to be able to uh, invite people to support and connect with you further. So whatever the event may be, if you guys really enjoy my content, you want to connect further, I've got a Patreon. You're welcome to join there. We've got exclusive events or we've got some more events or you can reach out to me for one-on-one coaching. Mention your services at the start and the end. Get into the habit of that. And even as you're like doing the live, the, the, the live tarot's and the live TikToks, what you will find is when you start doing the live tarot and the live TikTok, you'll actually develop a bit of a script. You'll repeat it multiple times because people are coming and going, coming and going. It's not like something that's necessarily recorded in a way where you can literally just kind of say, like, you know, like, hey, like, you know, like, oh, this has been awesome. I love having you guys here. If you guys want to do a one-on-one tarot with me, I'm available. Send me a DM reminding people again, you know, you're not, you're not doing it to the point where they're just like, Oh, I don't want to hear this. It's new people coming in. You're inviting them to connect further. You're extending the branch. You're showing them where this can happen, where they can continue to get connected further, uh, as well. So so, yeah, that's basically just kind of like a brief summary of how you can do an event. And again, that template kind of like fits in with a variety of events. Again, be it like a, a guided meditation, a sound healing. Even if you're doing a meditation, establish your expertise at the beginning. Let people know where they can connect with you and your community a little bit further. Move through the events, conclude with gratitude, let people know where they can meet you further, sign off. That's it. Keep it pretty simple. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. What you're doing with that, format that template is you are creating the container and then it's that that stuff in the middle of the beginning and the end that's the juicy stuff that's what people are there for the other stuff that's just logistics but it's still a part of the experience because it's still a part of the invitation it's still a part of the community building it still is essential as well and you'll find a rhythm for it that will work well for you so before the event starts this is just what i want to be able to go through and then um from there i want to be able to open up into the discussion as well before the event starts, what you will need to do. So what do you need to do before an event starts? Well, brainstorm an event. Figure out what topics you're passionate about. What event do you want to do? Even people here, what, like, just leave in the comments. If you guys are thinking about hosting an event, whatever the event may be, be a group discussion, be it a solo, live broadcast, whatever the case may be, type it into the chat. What events are you guys thinking about doing here? You can just kind of leave those into the comments. Who is your target audience? So again, is your target audience people who aren't in your community? Is your target audience people who are in your community? Are you focusing on building that relationship with the the core circle of your community? That core circle that we talked about last week, that very, very important core circle. Having these events, that helps deepen the roots of that core circle. That's where the rest of the community kind of grows from. So who is your target audience? You know, If you're doing tarot, then your target audience is people who want to be able to receive tarot. People who are there to just be kind of like entertained and kind of get some downloads from the universe and things like that. If you are doing an event that is all about you know, like healing and maybe shadow work, or you're doing an, like an educational event about you know, like this and that, the people who need that are the target audience. So figure out your target audience. And again, what is the objective of the event? Well, if it's a sound healing event, I want people to be able to come out of it feeling like refreshed and rekindled and, and just like, ah, and have that feeling coming out of it. That's where you want people to come out of it. If your event is a group discussion, I want people to be able to practice having discussion and for them to be able to, to be inspired by what other people share. And again, to be able to connect further with the team. So what is the objective of the event? Just kind of like brainstorm those. Will it be a free event, will it be ticketed, will it be donation, will it be a group event or will it be a solo event as well? So again, you know, if it's a free to join event, um, that's where again, it can literally be something where you're creating like the Zoom link, you create a post about it on social media, say, hey, this is happening if you guys want to join, direct message me for the invite. Keep it pretty intentional because you can literally just say like, Hey, the, the link to join is in my, 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 my link tree, my beacons. And you can just put it there and you can say like, anybody wants to join, they can join. You can do that though. In today's day and age, I think it's important to be able to keep it intentional in terms of just having that little buffer, uh, for the people who do, who want to be able to join. Like if it's just like a YouTube broadcast, post a YouTube broadcast in your profile link, that's okay. If it's a zoom event, invite people to direct message you if it's something they're interested in and let them tell you. And then within the process, again, just express gratitude. Be like, Oh, thank you so much for reaching out. You know, here's the info you need to know. And within that, when you send the info, you can also say, uh, you know, like, here's the, here's my PayPal, here's my Patreon. If you guys want to contribute further, here's how to do it. And again, you know, some of you have seen that, like as well as within the information that I send, I have like a copy-paste note. Here's your Zoom. Here's your PayPal. Here's the info that you need. Da, 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 da. So I have kind of like a copy-paste thing that you can be ready to be able to send people. If you're creating a ticketed event, again, the the, the platform that I was checking out last week um, that I think would definitely be something that I would encourage other, others to look into uh, is Snipfeed. And and Snipfeed is is something that you can use to be able to put into your profile link. And in place of a beacons in place of a link tree, I still have to explore it a little bit more, but within it it has a way to be able to essentially like link in uh, the, op- op- the option for people to purchase a ticket for an event. So people could literally use your profile link. You can say like purchase your ticket through my profile link. They click your profile link on Instagram and TikTok. And then through there, it says, you know, purchase your ticket for the event. They purchase their ticket. They automatically get sent the Zoom link. That's one way you can do it. You can also use things like Eventbrite as well, but Snipfeed may almost be kind of like a super simplified way of doing it. So again, will your event be free? Will it be ticketed? Will it be donation? Will it be a solo cast? Other questions you can ask. Will it have a co-host? Sometimes you want to do an event with a co-host. That's okay. You know, like maybe you got like a buddy who you want to be able to invite in and just kind of say like, hey, you know, like I'm still kind of new to this. want to do this together. You know you can do that as well bring in a co-host then you can kind of like have that ability to kind of like bounce things back and forth a lot of events i have done with co hosts super awesome uh set the date for the event this is just super simple and then we're gonna again I open up into the discussion right after this set the date for the event i would encourage you to set the date if it's like a, a an event you're really building up for 2 weeks is is plenty of time if it is kind of like something where it's maybe even a week that's still enough time most people really pay attention to to the promotion usually within the, the like the last 3 days to the event so if you're just like oh man like I got to do this event really soon I got three days. That's still enough time. Even if it is just kind of like, Hey, you know what, I'm just going to do a casual event and just open up like something pretty low key. And you post it like a day before that's okay. It's one of those things where you kind of have to experiment. But if it is like something that you're like really getting intentional about, you know, give yourself at least like two weeks to really be able to kind of help build it up. And, and again, give people the chance to be able to purchase their tickets or reach out to you as need be and, and get the community behind it a little bit more going to create graphics to share graphics promotion you know just to be able to help get the word out that uh, that is kind of state the obvious create content about it create content just being able to again have you talking about it, inviting people to it get them a little bit more comfortable with what it is uh, that they are joining in for as well Again, that's that stuff we can kind of like talk more about the other time um, on future dojos about like, you know, like use like creating specific TikTok and Instagram uh, and reels. I do want to be able to have a specific dojo just on that. So uh, have a small write up for the event, just like what this event is, a small description. That event can go into your IG profile or sorry, your IG posts. Uh, you, you know, you can kind of like copy paste that if you're sending it to people. Uh, instructions to join the zoom link the discord chat, whatever the case may be something that you can again kind of copy paste to people So you put up your promo. Hey guys, this is this awesome event that I'm hosting Send me a direct message if you would like to be able to join people say hey I'm interested copy paste the instructions to be able to join including the zoom link and like I said the PayPal the patreon uh, Whatever the case may be again if you're doing it through uh, Your patreon then you can literally just say, you know, like hey like this event is for my patreon members only Your patreon link could be easily in your profile and then at that case you know you're directing people right to your profile link you can still say like hey you know direct message me if you want to join um but if it is like a a patreon member join event then within the post info it should say you know like member patreon members only you're creating that incentive and then again once they've joined the patreon you can send out the zoom link just through the patreon and it sends it out to everyone all at once or again, if you've created a Discord with exclusive chat channels, then you can post it through the Discord. Discord is, again, something I recommend to really be able to help utilize to coordinate members of your community towards specific events. This is something that I've used within the Paradigm Essential community uh, where you know I do still post to the Patreon, but most of the people are getting the, the they go to the Discord because they know that's where they get the information for the events and they keep it super simple. Sending out personal invites, send out personal invites to people, you know, if you got people that you really want to be able to have at your events, and if it's a free event, or even if it's a ticketed event, you know, use that as an opportunity to be able to reach out to people and build community, kind of like what I've been doing with the dojo, you know, like right now the dojo, like it's practice for me, it's value for the community, but it's also something that I've created as like a free to join invite only, where it gives me the chance to be able to just kind of like casually reach out to other creators and just be like, hey, like, I love what you're doing. If you guys want to connect with this, absolutely feel free without them having to already be on my Patreon. And then if they want to join the Patreon later, that option is absolutely there. But again, in this case, you know, like I really just want to be able to focus on getting this information out there, bring awesome people together, serving the community and seeing kind of what happens out of it. A lot of times with events, you know, you can kind of approach them in in almost like a social experiment way where it's like, okay, we're going to bring people together. We're going to have this discussion. I don't even know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to see what will happen. I'm excited to bring awesome people together. So, you know, that's where your events your events hold a specific vibration. They hold a specific frequency and they will bring together people who match that frequency. So if you create like a really quote unquote high vibe event, you know, expect that you will be able to find like some really, really cool people. And that's how you build your round table. That's how you build your team of superhero, whatever it is based around as well. Does anybody have any questions just as as I'm still going here? Uh, I just want to be able to, I know I'm just kind of, getting wrapped up here. Um, so right before so again, a link to your event in your profile, or maybe that's your, your discord link in your profile or your Patreon link in your profile, whatever the case may be, but have some sort of link in your profile. If it's relative, uh, if it's not just like a, a direct invite link uh, as well. Um, other things that you want to be able to do right before your event, set up lighting and backdrop. Very, very important. Very simple. You know, it, it, like just bring a little bit more extra attention to that. Think of it as, again, you know, you're kind of like welcoming people into a space, welcome them into, you know, the party, the house, the club, the atmosphere, the dojo, the temple, you know, create a little bit of a vibe through just being able to set up your space in a way that that is show, shows that you care. You know, like try to, if you've got like pop cans in the background, you know, just put them off to the side. You know, just, just tidy up just a little bit, because again, that will just kind of reflect the energy of the space be like, yeah, it's kind of hard to pay attention to this guy when I can see his dinner sitting on the counter behind him. You know, it's just kind of like a little thing like that goes a long way. Uh, Have your notes prepared, you know, exactly what, with what I'm doing here. Just point form notes, you know, create a skeleton of your event, always be able to turn to it in case you need it. You know, people who do public speaking, they got their, their little cheat sheet. Oh, check that. And then you, you, you always got a direction. So with an event, you'll always know where you're going. Okay, I got my start, my middle, and my end. I got my notes in the middle. Boom, boom, boom. If I need to, I can check them. Have tea. Have tea or a beverage. Have water. Last thing you want is to be able to just kind of be like, oh no, like my throat's like really chafe. And and, you know, what do I do? Have your tea, have your water ahead of time, especially if you're going to be talking for a lot. Uh, Dress for the event, you know, casually, whatever is appropriate. If you're doing like some sort of magical event or something, you know, like Uni, like does like a lot of really cool, like kind of like wizard style events, you know, just and and it's nothing less than your authentic self, you know, like add a few extra crystal necklaces, put on a cool hat, especially if you're doing like a live, like even for tarot, make it fun make it entertaining bring in some like wacky headgear so when people are flipping through especially with lives on TikTok and tarot if people are flipping through they'll be like whoa like i like her hat like or i like her crazy glasses or something like that or whoa that necklace is really cool or, or whatever the case may be a little bit of extra flair um again you want to be able to like get people's attention <laughs> like like you want to be a pattern interrupt especially like this is more so for the the tick and the ig lives where people might just be flipping through but be a pattern interrupt when people see you be like whoa like that's pretty cool Um, Other things that you can do is uh, go live a bit on IG or TikTok to set up uh, before your event actually takes place to be able to invite people. So you can go live on IG and be like, hey, everyone, this is our event that's happening tonight. Or you could do this even the day before. Uh, But sometimes I do this where I'm like, okay, we're going live on YouTube soon. I go live on IG. I'm live on IG for about 15 minutes before, 10 minutes before, five minutes before. And then, you know, link for the YouTube is in my profile. Make sure you jump over there. So that one little bit of extra invite. The other thing that you can do, this is where we start getting into the the, 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 the higher techniques, the, the kind of like more kind of like um, technical techniques. Where if you're doing a, a TikTok live, what you can actually do is you can actually set up a green screen graphic. So this is really really cool. Where if you're doing a TikTok live, you can say, for example, um, do something where you're doing tarot. You can create a green screen graphic that's like a vertical graphic, set it as your backdrop, and then that graphic includes information that you don't have to repeat every five seconds. And that information would basically just be, you know, like tarot reading, $5 asking contribution, PayPal link in bio, something like that. Some, I know that sounds simple, but literally that way, so when people come on, they're like, oh, this is, I know what this is. Oh, I know where the PayPal link is. Okay, I know where to be able to go to it. So, um, yeah, and again, you know, just being able to, once the, the event gets going, just being able to engage with the audience, engage with the conversation, depending on what the event may be, if it's a solo live broadcast uh, as well. So uh, I just want to be able to go through I'm
1: almost done.
0: Uh, the tarot on the, the tarot stuff, the tarot on the, on the spot. Um, so again, uh, for, for the events, like you are the director, like that, that's important to be able to remember, like with the events that you're doing, you are the director for the event in the same way you would direct a stage play, you're a broadcast, like you are. Carrying a few different hats here, but you are literally like the producer and the director. So you get to kind of like move the the, the energy of the event in in whatever direction that you feel it needs to be directed towards, facilitated, channeled towards. And again, ultimately being able to have fun with it. So when you're doing like a TikTok, so say, for example, we're, we're specifically talking here about doing a tarot broadcast, not even just a tarot broadcast. This could apply for like even doing like a sound healing or something like that. But what you can do is you can do something such as like a Tarot broadcast on a TikTok or an IG Live, set up both if you got two devices. If you got two devices, like set up multiple at the same time, have that same link within your profile. And say, for example, if you're doing Tarot, uh, I've done this before where, where you can literally like direct people to your profile link for your PayPal or your Patreon or any other product or a future event or whatever other services. So say, for example, Uni may be doing a live sound healing event. Uh, which he does quite casually and regularly on on TikTok, where he could literally again just include some graphics in the background that says, you know, like purchase your ticket for the special event coming up. You know, link in my profile. Um, so again, what you're doing with the with the TikTok with the with the tarot broadcasts is even inviting people to to contribute like a pay it forward method as well. I've done this before with with tarot, where it's really, really cool, where basically, um, you're kind of like you're, you're, you're doing maybe like one or two tarot, just kind of on the spot. And then basically, you're just committing to this idea that everyone after that is for people who contribute. But what you're doing is you're inviting people to contribute in a way where they can also contribute a little bit extra to be able to pay it forward. So say, for example, if I'm doing $5 pay with, you know, $5 tarot, You know, you pay $5 to my PayPal. I got my window on my computer. I can see when people pay, they jump back in, they say, Hey, I paid, I'll do a tarot reading for them. If they pay 15 bucks, sweet. That's a couple extra readings that we can do for people. And then as people are continuing to come in, you know, you got like those couple extra pay it forwards as a bit of a buffer. So you can kind of use those to keep the momentum going. But then at the same time, you're reminding people that, Hey, if you want to be able to get your reading done next, contribute to the PayPal and we'll move you up on the list. So that's another way just to be able to help kind of keep the incentive, keep the direction, keep the momentum going, where if you do this, you know, you can get people not only just paying for a single single PayPal contributions, but they may just be like, hey, here's 30 bucks, here's 40 bucks. And then you can get, you can literally get good at doing tarot in a way where, you know, you're on there for a couple hours, you could possibly even make, you know, a couple hundred bucks, like quite literally. Or if you're doing a sound healing event, you could sell tickets and you're directing people to those other places. Or again, you're kind of talking about, as you're doing your event and be like, hey, thanks everyone so much for joining. I've got a special exclusive event coming up this Saturday. It's about XYZ. Mention it, talk about it. If this is something you're interested in, direct message me, let me know. The other thing that you can do similar to the tarot with the tarot is in, instead of just doing with the PayPal, you can actually direct people right to your Patreon. So you can have your Patreon set up in a way. And I've done this before. I did it last year. I was really focused on it. I'm building my Patreon and I, I built it quite quickly, um, where basically I would do the tarot readings in a really fun way. I was using OBS, I was using all my tools, I was on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube all at once, and I had my Patreon link super accessible, And every reading that I did was like minus the ones at the start was for people as they signed up for the Patreon. And that was the condition. That was the rule. So when people weren't signed up, I would just kind of be chit-chatting and just shooting the shift and just kind of hanging out with people and reminding them and directing them and be like, okay, we'll do our next reading. As soon as we have another person ready to sign up for for the Patreon, here's the link in the profile. Just being very casual, inviting them. And then again, once that next person signs up, and again, you can talk about what you offer through your Patreon, what you offer through your PayPal. And then once they've signed up, you'll see a pop up in your email. Sweet, awesome, that person signed up. Let's go into the next one. And then as you're going into that one, you're reading, you're doing the reading and you're even mentioning the next, like the, the prompt for the next reading. We'll do our next reading for the next person that's ready to be able to sign up for the Patreon. So if you wanna be able to sign up for the Patreon now, sign up now and we'll be able to get you in for the, for the next reading after that. Again, that's just me kind of doing a quick speed run of um, some, some tactics there related to being able to do, again, like some tarot and stuff. But that can kind of be, again, something that you can expand into a variety of formats. But basically, using your IGs and your TikTok lives is a very, very powerful way to direct people not only to your services, to your PayPal, to your Patreon, to be able to build connection, to be able to build relationship, to be able to answer questions and to be able to help promote future opportunities for them to be able to connect, whether that be through an upcoming event, a discord, personal services, whatever the case may be. Because again, when people see you on those live broadcasts, it's an immediate opportunity for them to be able to see who you are and to get a feel for who you are and to be able to deepen that connection as well. So using the IGs and the TikToks and, and any other broadcasts, um, is super, super, super powerful. And especially if you can, again, create maybe like a little bit of a routine about that. So you can be like, hey, we're going to do tarot uh, every Wednesday at this time. Or again, it can be really whatever you want. You can totally just do it where you just gonna be like, okay, I'm just going to do like a spiritual Q&A and have no expectation and barely even mention your Patreon, but you're just kind of doing it and you'll see what comes out of it. Where there may be people that be like, whoa, this is really cool. I really appreciate the answer you gave. And within that, that person's like, I want to join. I want to connect further. I really appreciate what you did. So not everything has to be done in this way where it's like super like quote unquote salesy. It shouldn't have to feel salesy. Again, you're inviting people opposed to asking them. But also again, in a way where people get to be able to develop a little bit deeper connection. You may even decide to do some IG lives where you like invite people on air and they can chat with you as well. That's a whole nother option as well. So out of this, you can help create a deeper connection with the team, with the community, authentic connection, building momentum for future events, serving the community, and increasing the beacon of hope that you send out. So that's why we do events. You know, We do events because it moves things forward. It deepens the connection. It builds community. It gives us a chance to be able to earn income, to be able to help support us in continuing to support others. It gives us the invaluable experience of being able to help step into more of our roles as leaders as well. So um, there's probably more stuff to be able to share, but but that's what I got up to in my notes. And, and I always kind of try to keep things relatively not too long. And I know I said I wanted to be able to open things up. So I want to be able to do that um, for you guys. Do you guys, first of all, does anybody have any questions uh, relative to facilitating events um, before I just kind of open things up? Cause what I want to be able to do, I want to just kind of like pass things around, to give other people who have facilitated events a chance for you guys to be able to share what's some of your experience facilitating events? What has been helpful for you? What wisdom would you offer as well? So does anybody have any quick questions um, and how was that? How was that for you guys um, in terms of, that was cool. That was a lot, it was a lot of downloads all at once. Cool, appreciate that guys, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and, and again, you know, like within, within the Paradigm Shift Central community, if you guys are facilitating some upcoming events, definitely like let me know as a leading member, I'm more than happy, regardless of whether you're a leading member or not. As leading members, we do help feature your events, but if you've got an upcoming event, just let me know you know I'm more than happy to be able to help help more people find out about what it is that you you're creating as well so um, does anybody have any questions? Just go ahead and raise your hand real quick um, Demetria and then and then uni and then uh, again, I just want to be able to get into the wisdom sharing. Go ahead, Demetria and thank you again, everyone for listening
2: Cool, thank you Brendan. as always, like tremendously valuable. Um, I had a question if you had any experience hosting in-person events that are being broadcasted um so kind of like a hybrid of the two and if so what what was that like for you is it worth it any insights you might have on that
0: um great question i've i've done that a few times not not too many times um generally i try to kind of avoid doing that unless it's more unless the broadcast is almost more just kind of like a very secondary thing that I'm doing more so for the purpose of recording it so that people can check it out afterwards. So back in the day when we would, I would do some like meditations in a studio. um, Sometimes I would go live like on YouTube while I was doing the meditation because, Hey, I wanted to record the meditation. It was only facing me. The camera was only facing me and I wasn't really, too concerned with how many people were tuned in at that time. The, the core focus was on the space in the event. And then after that ended, I would stop that recording and, you know, post it afterwards and just be like, Hey, if, you know, check this out afterwards. And it's still cool. Just to be able to log that experience. Um, but when you're recording the event, you do just want to be very mindful that with anybody who's there, you have their full consent. If they're being on camera, uh, some people may just be like, yeah, you know what? Like, I don't want this to be recorded. So that's where like, I find again, you know, the events that we're talking about and i didn't really specify this like some events you guys are doing are going to be recorded some won't be recorded there's specific reasons for both sometimes the non-recorded events go way deeper the recorded events you know they serve their own purpose as well but yeah generally there's a time and a place to be able to record an event, but I wouldn't really focus too much on, on, on making the idea that your event being live broadcasted is like a feature you're trying to sell. That would more just kind of be an auxiliary thing and really just kind of like focus your presence on the people who are there, like at the physical event uh, as well. And then upload a recording if you're, if you're able to. And sometimes, you know, the recording may even just be purely audio. Like I've done that before. I take my phone, put it down, have a group discussion and then upload that. And then just kind of, you know, decide, sometimes you don't even know, just like, am I going to upload this afterwards? But, you know, sometimes you just kind of record it for your own sake. Um, Does that answer your question, Demetria, or any any other questions? Go ahead.
2: It does. Um, Also, too, I was kind of thinking of like the context of a, a spiritual circle or something like that. Like if there was people in person or with the pandemic, if people are still conscious about being in person, like what it would kind of be like, not broadcasting it so they're tuning in as an audience but tuning in as a participant and what that might kind of look like or is that just like doing too much i don't know
0: yeah that's that's i mean with the technology that we have that's hard it's, it's hard to do like in terms of being able to produce that because then you got to worry about passing a microphone around and it just becomes another logistic like you almost need like a separate person who could like navigate passing a stick around if, if that was the case um, as well. So yeah, I would, I would say just, you know, it's one or the other and, and just kind of like focus that. And, and again, and, you know, just kind of like have like the, the, the purpose of the event that you're trying to do, like you could have like the in-person version and then you could have the online version and then really just put full attention to both separately would be my advice. Otherwise, you may just kind of find yourself in the moment and just be like, oh, I bit off more than I could chew. So it would almost take, you would almost want to, like, if you were, like, really feeling to do that, you would almost want to kind of practice it. Like, I've tried it before, but not enough, like, just to experiment, and then I'm like, yeah, this isn't, you know, it didn't quite accomplish what I wanted to do, and it just kind of, like, yeah, it was a little bit more, and it took away the experience from the people who were there, so.
2: Totally. Makes sense. Thank you.
0: No problem. Uh, Uni, go ahead.
3: Yes. Aloha. So just to add also to that, it also, for me, it has It has been different for different settings. So ultimately the presence of the heart, the presence and connection to the space, the container is what's most important. So I've given live sound baths to like 50 people and then had my TikTok up and there's like, you know, a couple hundred people right there. And I'm really present in the space. And it's really like, it's as the facilitator, you know, you, you're the presence of your heart is what's most important. So You know, it's okay if you're not reading comments and you're like really deep in a in a channeling state. So it it really depends on the situation, you know, if you're if you're looking and reading comments, you know, and it kind of takes you out of your uh, your present state. Well, then you know maybe maybe release from the second device or something. You know, so you can really be aligned in that. But ultimately, as you grow and grow, it'll become more easier to connect with multiple sources of energy around you. As you like, really harness that pillar of light within you. Uh, so to lead into my my question for you, Brendan, I have two quick questions. The first question is you mentioned four different um, styles of I think it was four different styles of facilitating events. And when you said lead-in events, I was wondering if you could just touch on what a lead-in sure. event.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, good good question. I did just kind of hit upon that real quick. Um a, a lead-in event would almost be what this event is, where it's basically just kind of like it's it's a free to join event. Um in this case, again, you know, like there's also a, a subcategory here where it can be private invite. You know, you can have a lead-in event where it's like a free to join events. So say for example, uni you're doing some sort of like awesome sound healing and it's a free to join. And the zoom link is right in your, your bio and people can click to it and they know when it is and, and you're going to produce it and you're going to facilitate it. And then that event would be able to be like, Hey, this is basically like a, you know, like a sample and we're going to be doing some additional, you know, sound events for my Patreon members or for the ticketed event that's coming up. So that that's basically what I meant by that. So it's, you know, it's a lead in event to just kind of like give them the experience give them, give them that value. And then more still to come And that more still to come would be for like a paid event, a membership event, something a little bit extra. So, um, that's basic answer for that. Does that answer your question? I mean, it's pretty straightforward.
3: Yeah. Okay. So I have a second question and, um, so I've been, uh, interviewed a few times and in those like interviews it goes to somebody else's channel kind of like how this is you know a conversation it's going to somebody else's channel so i'm familiar with how to just you know take a link and you know post it on here like hey check this out i was you know featured in this podcast or something i'm just wondering if you have any tips and guidelines around you know sharing ourselves once we start to enter into these uh these other other people's you know pages and and what a good clean way is to to um, bring that into our community as well.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting question. So um, basically, like, can you, maybe I, I think I just want a little bit more clarity. Like, are you just looking for like, like how you would communicate where people to connect with you, or kind of like how to take that content and bring it into your into your channel, like like a, a clip of it or something? Is that kind of what you're saying? Like, oh, I had this yeah, little, yeah. Little interview. How do I tell TikTok about it?
3: Yeah, that- exactly. When you're part of somebody else's uh ceremony or somebody else's something that's exclusively on their page yeah how do you uh what are some cool ways that you can utilize that and keep it on their page but also you know like say hey this is what i've done you know in this this session or something yeah just wondering
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it's before the event, you know, creating your own promo for it is is something that I've definitely done before. And you know, sometimes just kind of like putting their profile link into your profile link temporarily into you know top of your beacon. So say for example, you know, you're you're doing your the portal events and everything. So you it may be worth it just for you to be able to create like your own kind of promo event. Maybe ask them for for permission. Just be like, hey, you know, I'm looking to bring in more people. what do you think? And then just be like, yeah, I'm sure they would be fine with that. But then you literally just create. And then again, you know, like as a facilitator for the event, this all comes like before the event happens where you're you're creating the promo, you're creating the instruction, you're creating the facilitation for them to be able to find out about the event. You're being the ambassador for it and then to be able to create those simple steps. So you create that little promo on TikTok and you can say, you know, like join the portal community Link is in my profile or just like at the portal 1111 on Instagram. Um, and for those of you just for context, the portal is again, kind of like one of the, another community out there that's focused on facilitating events that uni's uh, involved with pretty awesome stuff. But um, yeah. And then, and then like afterwards, you know, this is where it may get into the process of it gets a little bit more complicated, but like, if you're able to, Um, get a copy of the raw file, then you could theoretically kind of like edit together, like a little snippet, a little clip. Maybe again, it kind of gets a little tedious. Um, Sometimes I find where it's, you know, like you you almost don't have time to go back and get the highlights of the events. Um, sometimes, you know, if, if you're really looking to just kind of bootleg it, you pull up the recording of the event and you film it with your phone, um, or something like that, or you find the link for it and you screen record it. And then you edit that within an editing app on your phone, such as video leap. Um, yeah. And and even if just like, ah, you know, this video probably won't go like super viral and stuff like that, but at least it's there. And, and then, you know, just kind of linking back to, uh, whatever links you need to be able to, to move people towards, even if it is from like TikTok to IG Uh, Just that simple instruction of, you know, just follow on IG at the, 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 if they're not, you know, on TikTok or something like that. Sometimes it's a little bit cumbersome, but, you know, just kind of do whatever you can um, without, you know, putting too much time into it sort of thing. But yeah, um, I mean, that's, that's my basic answer for that though. But yeah, I think, I think promotion ahead of time and, and even again, you know, having that routine, having that schedule where it's like, okay, like, you know, like even, even that's where like, you know, TikTok's one thing because TikTok's kind of the pain in the butt where it is just mostly video, but obviously your IG stories, resharing to your IG stories in a consistent way, even if it is like once a day or just, you know, putting up an individual graphic post on your IG, linking to that profile, that's one of the best ways to be able to go about it. And then just, you know, TikTok, you know, you can try putting up a promo and see see how that feels, but, you know, you may not always put up a promo and then just kind of keep the uh, the promotion primarily to the, to the IG audience, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah. Does that, does that more or less just kind of answer what you're looking for? Okay, cool. Uh, any other questions on that, Uni? No? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, another, another website that I, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, so going back to like the, the websites that you guys can use for broadcasts and stuff. A couple more tools. Um, there's a really cool platform. I'll, I'll encourage you guys to check it out. And, and this may be something that, uni you might even want to be able to check out. It's called Lula or Lola.tv. Um, I've been using this on and off uh, way back when it was in beta. And it's a really cool platform that basically allows you to be able to broadcast from your desktop computer onto TikTok and Instagram. So if you're just like, whoa, how do I, like, I didn't know that was a thing, that's how you could theoretically do it. Uh, you can also get a little bit more advanced with that, where if you have like OBS, open broadcast software, which again is a free software you download, that's one I talked about where you like add in all the graphics you can, this is a little bit more advanced, but I've done it where you can basically create like a virtual camera within OBS. And then you bring that into Lola as the feed. And then you're broadcasting on TikTok and Instagram and in maybe even onto YouTube at the same time from another feed uh, as well. And then that's where you can have like the graphics up on top and stuff like that. It's something to play around with. You don't need OBS just to get started, but you can even add some like graphics just through Lola um, right on it. But if you're just like I only have one device. How do I broadcast the TikTok and Instagram at once? Try that. It may be worth it. There is like a, like you can broadcast, I think for like three hours before, three hours a month before you have to like pay like a subscription sort of thing. So it's worth trying out. Um, that's one thing that I would recommend if you're just like, oh, you know, like I want to be able to broadcast on multiple platforms at once without using two devices and to broadcast from desktop. That would be another one. Another website uh, we're checking out is called Restream. That's, again, a little bit more advanced, but that's when you're starting to get into the process of broadcasting on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, um, a couple other platforms all at once. Again, a little bit more advanced. Uh, if that's something you're interested in, send me a direct message about it. i would I, I be able to go more into detail about it another time, not necessarily just here because it's not necessarily going to be for everyone. But that's where, you know, when we do our Paradigm Shift Team podcast, when we're doing it, Uh, basically what I'm doing is I'm broadcasting to Restream and then from Restream, it broadcasts to my Facebook and it broadcasts to my YouTube. Um, And then I have like a secondary IG and Instagram using my mobile devices. I'm not on Lola and in Restream at the same time because that takes up too much bandwidth and it's more likely to be able to ruin the quality. Um, But then even having the broadcast on Facebook, the Facebook is really just there as an auxiliary broadcast to be able to bring people over to the YouTube. And then the YouTube is my primary chat channel. So when I was doing the Tarot broadcast, directing people to my Patreon, I was using Restream, had my TikTok and Instagram, everything was connected into my profile link for them to be able to land on my YouTube. And then once they're on my YouTube, that's where they would get the link for my Patreon or they would get the Patreon right through my profile link. But ideally bringing people into like one place, one central place, one chat right into the YouTube would be the great place to be able to bring them in. So if you're looking for more advanced broadcast where you're like whoa i really want to do some like big community events or some big podcasts and stuff restream would be something to look into not for everyone though a little bit more advanced again a lot of people here tiktok instagram and zoom and insight timer that's enough or and and discord if you want to be able to navigate into that that's enough for you to be able to facilitate event and again it, be able to like earn income and revenue from that as well um, does anybody have any more questions just related on stuff we talked about? I know, um, again, there's not too, too many of us here. Uh, I feel like we should do a quick screenshot before some of us jump out <laughs> or I'll, I'll just take a screenshot from the beginning. It's okay. Um, does anybody have any quick questions relative to stuff I've gone over about my experience with facilitating events or anything like that? Okay, cool. If you guys do have any other questions, just let me know at any time. And um, again, I'm more than happy to be able to just, uh, go over that. Okay, let's keep an eye on the time. Uh, What I want to be able to do, I want to be able to ask you guys questions. So uh, in terms of the questions, first question, have you had experience facilitating events? What wisdom do you have to share that has been helpful for you? So I know some of you here have facilitated events and, and again, events, live broadcast, TikTok, Tarot, Instagram, whatever the case may be, even if it's just a discussion have you had experience facilitating events what wisdom do you have to share that has been helpful for you so if anybody here wants to be able to practice just sharing within our circle um just go ahead and gently raise your hand and uh love to just be able to hear from a few people so yeah I mean, we'll pass it over to you and again we'll, we'll keep an eye on the time uh it's about 20 minutes to the top of the hour if we can get wrapped up by about six we'll do that we'll probably go a little bit after but it can't go too long today Uni, go go ahead from from your and and you can just tell us a little bit about like what events you you've done and so forth and so on, and thank you.
3: Aloha, yes, my name is Uni Agape, and I'm a multi-modality energy healer and sound alchemist and ceremony facilitator of many different sorts. And yeah, I've had a lot of experience in-person facilitating ceremonies. I lived and co-facilitated at a ayahuasca retreat center here on Big Island for a year and that really solidified my presence in sacred space and before that I've had about four years of ceremony facilitation just as a sound healer, a musician, and sound alchemist. And then it went into the deeper realms, the multidimensional realms of, of holding, and I like to say, supporting that space within our heart to reflect that uh, for other people to also awaken within themselves and remember their true essence. Um, so some simple tips that uh, I feel to share right now is, is that everyone has that exact puzzle piece for somebody. Like I started, I started doing my lives and there would be three people on there, three people, you know, and now there's 30,000 people join in, you know? So like that three people, it was so humbling. I get to connect with them. I'm like, I'm here for you. You are, you are receiving this connection. You know, you're, 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 you're their friend. Like don't put yourself on a pedestal, you know, like be in, be in your, in your heart space and know that it's your inner child playing and, Everyone has something to offer already. Like right now, you have that exact thing that is going to change somebody's life, even if it's just some simple advice, or if it's like, hey, this is what I did this morning for my morning routine. You know, like it could be so simple, or it could be like, hey, let's go into a a deep guided meditation. Let's like, you know, do some ancestral clearing here. And and people want to play. And remember, there's people of all ages coming in and, and people of all different belief systems. And so having that space of welcoming energy is super, super important. And when we start out at first, be simple. Be super simple. Like, just have fun. Pray and play. Be yourself, as you know. Just have fun. Because that authenticity, like Brandon said, that authenticity is so important. And what, what was my uh, holdup was professionalism because I have so many people in my life who are super hyper-professional. And that was my issue. And I realized the most professional thing is the presence of the heart, is the, the, the sacred container. And that, that's the most important thing. And that authenticity, you know. and One thing that I realized in that ha- having so many people who are super professional is comparing myself is comparing myself to them. You are so unique and organically, authentically, naturally you. So let that radiate, let that shine. You know, let, let your inner child come out and play because that's, what, that's how people are gonna connect deeper. And even as a, a professional ceremonial facilitator, when you're up on this panel and you're, you're holding this space for people who are doing the work in a ceremony, still inner child you are playing your inner child is super grounded connected to your your human being now connected to your elder higher self and it's all dancing and praying and playing within within yourself and uh one thing as a sound facilitator is sound quality that's really important and and it can be simple like i have a friend who is doing professional sound baths with his uh with his iphone headphone microphone you know and he's got like thousands of people joining in mm. so just know that it could it can be various a simple setup because the most professional thing outside of all of the equipment and lights and all that it's the presence of the heart it's the presence of the heart for sure so thank you so much i'll leave it there awesome
0: thank you thank you Uni. yeah a- absolutely you know like the your presence will is way more important than the technical setup you know you could have like the you know you, you see it all the time you know like if you're like browsing through twitch and stuff you got all these like fancy bells and whistles but then the person could just totally just be like a jerk or something like that like i don't want to watch this or something like that so you know like don't shy away from from the idea that it needs to be you know a certain look and everything like that but at the same time if you do want to kind of like bring the themes and bring the energy play with it play with it. Don't get caught up on it, but just kind of play with it. Add the, you know, change the background and everything. Um, one thing I'll just say real quick, cause I, I forgot to mention this. And, and I had mentioned in a previous dojo, when you're doing a broadcast and, and I'll pass over to another person in a second, when you're doing a broadcast, do it in the way where you're just kind of like showing up for however many, like show up, show up for like, for like five people as if there were 500 people and really just kind of like bring in that vibration, bring in that energy. And then lo and behold, there will be 500 people there someday. Like, like instead of being like, oh, there's only five people here, Meh. you know, sort of thing. Like if you're like looking to build community, like those five people, those could be future Patreon signups. Those could be some really, really, really cool people that you wanna be able to, to connect with and everything. So uh, again, you know, each, each event that you do, each live broadcast that you do, it builds momentum. And, and, and that's a very, very powerful thing where as you start to get into the routine of that and, and you find people and they're coming back and it starts to become a part of their routine and, and it really turns into, again, the kind of like this community and this family and this experience that moves from one event to the other. So, um, yeah, just kind of like show up with, with that kind of like excitement, joy, playfulness for however many people there are. And then at the same time, you know, don't – I've had to do this some days. Don't shy away from from having to force yourself. Like if – Or or, or what I mean is, try not to force yourself. If if you're just like, okay, like, I'm gonna do a broadcast today, and then you kind of get into it, and then a couple people join, a couple people leave, a couple people join, a couple people leave, and you're just like, huh, do I want to do this right now? What do I like? Maybe I need to do something else right now, you know? And and that's okay, you know, because you can kind of use that as feedback. You're just like you know what, this, this event, like maybe just didn't really get what I was hoping to get out of it. Maybe I can promote it better. Maybe I can give people a little bit more of a heads up. Maybe I can send people a little bit more of a direct invite. There may be times where you really just kind of like set up some, some big intentions for an event and it may just be like three people, but that's okay even if it is those three people, show up fully for those three people. If it's like a committed event that you've done, show up for that event. But if it's just kind of like, a, like an impromptu live broadcast, like a TikTok and stuff like that, and you're just like, you know what, maybe you know, you're five minutes into it and you're just like, I'm just, I'm not feeling it today. It's okay. You can just kind of be like, I'll come back another time. That's okay. You don't always have to fake it till you make it type thing and be like, ah, let's go, let's go. Like it doesn't always have to be that, you know? Like, so that's where, oh, another thing, practical tips in terms of doing a live broadcast, make sure you are well rested. You know, take a nap, take a nap about 20 minutes ahead of time. If you can, that's very, very, very important. That's what I did today. You know, bring your, bring that energy in in a way where it's like, okay, I've eaten food. I'm well rested. I'm well hydrated. I'm showing up. Here you go you know, and you give that, you give yourself to to that space, that circle. Um, Unni, let's keep going around here. I just want to be able to get a little bit more wisdom from other people that have done events and and we'll just kind of go through. And then I want to get into that exercise where you guys practice just kind of pretending you're starting an event. Unni, go ahead. And then whoever wants to go next, just go ahead and raise your hand and, and we can pass it over to you in a second.
3: Okay, I just wanted to say one thing for the people who have yet to discover what they would like to share. So what I like to say is your 10 out of 10 passion, like whatever that is, whatever your 10 out of 10 passion is, that's it. Because that's most likely your pathway of least resistance towards expansion of your consciousness, your connection to spirit, whether you really love animals, but you're also a Reiki healer, but you're not too confident about being a Reiki healer yet, but you love horses and you know everything about riding horses, so you're like, I'm going to teach people about horses and like, let that be what you're sharing because that's going to get you in the momentum of, of the flow and, and really embodying your, your presence in that live broadcast.
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like finding whether you're, it's a solo broadcast or a community broadcast or a tarot broadcast, like, yeah, like finding a thing that you could just be like, Oh, I could talk, talk with my friends about this for like, you know, till like 5am or something like that. Um, there's more techniques related to like the tarot broadcast that I want to get into that I didn't really get into um, for this one, but like one of them is just kind of, you know, you, you kind of, um, yeah, you, it, it's very much just kind of like, like you, you, you use the tarot to kind of like open up a general theme and then you just kind of practice talking from your heart on that general theme again, kind of like in this channeling flow state. And then it just kind of like, you know, just like, like, you don't have to be like this total, like, oh, I'm an expert, but it's like, oh, okay, this, this this card is talking about letting go. Talk about letting go. Talk about your own experience letting go. You know, there's always like, there's always, if there's a theme, there's always something to kind of like be able to draw. And again, I don't want to get too much inside just because I want to keep moving here, but there's definitely some like, maybe we'll do a dojo specifically just for like tarot broadcast at some point. Um, Cause I know like a lot of people here are just like, whoa, like I like being able to focus on it. Tyler, we'll pass it over to you. I know you had your hand up. And anybody else wanted to be able to just kind of share some wisdom from events. Um, just put your hand up when you're ready and we'll, and we'll keep going through here. Tyler, when you're ready, go right ahead and welcome to
4: you. All right. Hey, welcome guys. Thank you so much for having me again, Brendan. And uh, Tyler here, I help open-minded individuals turn their talents and skills to income. And one thing that I've done in the past during, you know, you know, doing you know, like presentations and everything, like on Clubhouse or or anything else, is have your frameworks, like Brendan said before, those will save you so much because when people hop in they might say some stuff you might have a troll pop up if you have those frameworks you can get back in your flow state you can remember where you were you know so many times you might be presenting something and forget that where we were in our you know our conversation or even just like the presentation and uh, having those frameworks would come right back to it get back in your flow state and start presenting
0: and Tyler can you just give us what a definition of framework is
4: oh absolutely so like a framework is kind of like the if you open up a book, you have like the index right before you start reading it. That's your frameworks, everything that you can like sort of organize your, your, your presentation through. Like in the beginning, we're gonna talk about this, you know, step one, step two, step three, it's all in your head. You know what you're gonna hit, you know what you're gonna say next. Um, I kind of break my things down in like four steps. So it's like in the beginning, what introduction, um, in the middle, I kind of talk about what, you know, what I can open up the conversation to next. Third part, I open up the conversation, and fourth, we conclude it. So that's kind of like a framework for me that I can stick to every time.
0: That's awesome, dude. Sweet. Tyler, thank you again, man. Happy to be able to have you here. It's cool. All right, okay. Um, Carly, did you want to share anything from your experience doing some meditations and stuff like that, if you don't mind?
5: Yeah, um, I've definitely found... Um, I'm Carly, by the way. Great to see everyone, meet everyone. Um, This is awesome. Love the space. Love the points that have already been brought up, too. And um, I feel like, honestly, the more you do it, the better you get. Practicing, for me, I just had to jump into it. I wasn't going to, I was going to overthink it and feel like I had to learn myself forever. You know, just like I never was going to know enough. And I just had to get it started. So, once I started actually practicing, um, just jumping into, you know, these, whether it be a circle or, you know, a podcast with the team or whatever it was, just getting more comfortable being on camera, being speaking, being on stage, you know, learning new things from other people and new perspectives, um, just kind of shifts your whole, your whole view on life as well. So, so then you can get better at what you're already doing. So, um, I felt like, the more authentic I was, um, even when I'm having like a crazy day and it's a tarot reading and my son is there, you know, everything's gone awry. um, People are so good about holding space. You know, some of the ones where I've been, I feel like the most distracted, um, if I'm able to be present with the people or they can actually see that I'm like, you know, trying to be there with them um, or just being my authentic self, um, people are more willing to um to stick around and to share with the friends like those have been some of my biggest events you know 500 people and i'm like running around chasing my son it's like how does this work but um you know people want to see it and i know i've sat with other teachers who have you know had their kids in the background too so um or whatever it might be that's distracting us so i think sometimes we just yeah we do overthink it um and i think kelly just popped in and said that but it's just like oh my god you know we just need to be there and do it and recognize we're all humans. Um, just sharing our own journey and, uh, and that's never going to be perfect. So, uh, I'm sure I have more to say, but I'm just happy to be here. Thank you guys.
0: Yeah. One, one, one thing. Um, yeah, I I think, I think, you know, like event facilitators sometimes don't always get like the, the reciprocation and, and the gratitude that, um, that that they deserve you know like sometimes like like you know people like facilitating events and stuff like that takes a lot of work and and that's where you know even just within your community if you are attending event make sure you like thank the person like like just be like be like hey like thanks for putting this on because i know it's it wasn't just you know, like I'm, I'm talking like, say for example, like a physical event, it's like, okay, everybody, we're going to have like a rave at a warehouse. It's not like it just happens, right? Like there's the booking, there's the management, the sound system, the technical, there's like weeks that go into that. And then everyone just shows up, has a good time and then leaves, right? Like something had to happen there. Someone had to make it happen from A to Z, bring the whole process into into fruition and everything like that. So um, yeah, you know, like in terms of, I, I feel like there is like a general, uh, appreciation for people who facilitate events but it's not always communicated you know like like that's what i've experienced that like in some cases when you know i was doing podcasts and stuff there'd be like a bunch of people tuned in and everything like that and then you know i wouldn't hear from those people for a week and until the next podcast and I'm like I'm like I'm like you get like like and not that I don't there's a part within me where my my cancerian where like the acknowledgement of the work that I do is definitely something that just kind of helps fuel me like if just one person is just like dude that event was awesome thank you then I'm like let's do another one because like if no one says thank you I'm just like do they even care like I, I just get like this sad mopey cancer part of me where I'm t- you know you start playing with these ideas within your head um but even if even if you're you're an event facilitator and you don't always get the feedback like know that like on a universal level like it is super super appreciated and and you're doing it for again you know a lot of times like the events that we're facilitating yeah we might be earning income and making a living and stuff like that but like you're doing it for service like you're doing it to be able to help others and like that in itself is like like that's beautiful you know, like like you're earning karma points. And again, not that level. you're not doing it for that and stuff like that, but you really are, like you you really are just, a, you're, you're following your path. You're following your dharma of, of being able to just continue to serve people. And, you know, back in the day, back in the day, like in, in other lifetimes, we probably would have been doing similar things, finding ways to serve people. And that would have been, you know, sometimes just like, Organizing fire circles, you know, like having little druid parties and things like that. You know, bringing people together, bringing the bringing the magicians together, right? Like that's a big part of what it is we're doing here, just in the modern digital space. So that's why, again, you know, it's just creating sacred digital space. Very, very powerful. Okay. Did anybody um want to be able to share? Kelly, did you want to share anything just about facilitating events or anything like that? I'm sure if you had your, but feel free. Hey, go ahead. Kelly. I was
6: just scratching my eye, but I did do um to, to re- reiterate your point about being ready I led a, a meditation and I kind of didn't properly get ready before and I didn't you know center myself before and I you know I don't always brush my hair but I didn't brush my hair before and like all that stuff and I really was like okay should I keep this broadcast or not it kind of went a little longer than it maybe should have so like really like taking that extra time to get up early or whatever, to make, make sure that it's going the way you want it to go and not just just winging it. And then also what Uni said about your inner child, you know, I had to talk about real serious stuff after this tragic thing happened at a school and I had to speak to a room full of um, school staff and just talk to them about how to process this grief thing. And I feel like My inner child was definitely part of what was like holding the space down to talk about emotions just moving through you and I wouldn't have necessarily really thought about that but I think that you're right on that that's like your inner child is is almost like grounding you even though you wouldn't think that and so allowing the space for that that's all
0: thank you thank you Kelly Yeah, I I think, again, you know, with some events, it's okay where, like, some events you're going to be like, these are my, these are my, like, A, my, my A events, and then you got your B events, and those are the ones where you might just kind of be, like, hopping on for a bit, and just kind of be like, ah, you know, it's it's okay. Like this, This one isn't intended to kind of, like, be seen by a lot of people, but it's still a good practice right so that's where again you know even within the exercises for the dojo this week uh, similar to last week it's literally you know like practicing people to go live if, if you haven't gone live practice leading a facilitation facilitated meditation practice leading a q a practice doing a little presentation and begin planning for a community event you know if you guys are feeling called to do a community event it's something that i invite you to be able to just continue to kind of like put that energy towards you're obviously even the people listening to this you're listening to it for a reason and i hope That in me doing this event, again, you know, I hope it just kind of like nurtures a part of you within your heart that gives you the confidence and the assurances to know that you can do this too, that you can host an event too, that you can bring people together, that you can build the tribe. If you build it, they will come. And I assure you, if you do it, you'll be able to not only build community, but you'll be able to find some really, really cool people who are really passionate and interested in the things that you are also uh, very passionate, interested about. And those relationships, again, they'll kind of like rip out in ways that you don't even fully know yet. But just take that first step and uh, beautiful things happen. So just a couple of questions here, and then we're going to just wrap it up with a quick little exercise. And uh, thank you again, everyone, so much for for joining. In. And again, quick thing, like in terms of the events, like, yeah, like never shy, never, ne- like it's, there's never, well, I was going to say, is there ever too much thing? I was going to say, there's never, there's, there's no such thing as too much gratitude. I'm like, I feel like sometimes there could be, but, you know, just like when you're with an event and everything like that, just like, again, just like acknowledging people, um, especially even just when when people are, are communicating um, and sharing in a circle, uh, it's very important. To say for example, someone shares instead of just you know someone sharing and then you just you just like you're like thanks on to the next person. You know, just acknowledge them. Take a moment. You know, maybe gently reply. It doesn't have to be like something like too too big or whatever, but just that acknowledgement is very important. The 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 intention of the sacred space, especially when it's the discussions and stuff people are there to be seen, to be, to see and to be seen. And and that's a practice. So if someone says something and then suddenly it's just like on to the next thing. And I've seen this before. I've seen this a lot in like clubhouse. Like I've seen, I've heard rooms in clubhouse be facilitated in ways where it just like, it just like, I'm just like, Oh, it didn't like, something didn't really feel like it, like it flowed as, as smoothly as, as, you know, and, and people were just kind of like, just like one to the next to the next and the next and the next, you know? So if people are showing up, they're bringing their presence, Take that extra opportunity to just be able to acknowledge them, thank them for what they've shared, respond to it in a way, and just make sure that they feel seen and feel heard. It's very, very important. And again, and you're doing it in a way that is a part of the practice, but it's also authentic. And that's what builds, like, again, a very intentional, comforting, welcoming space. I guarantee you, if someone comes to a space, and and this may happen by accident, you you may not even do it on purpose, where someone may feel dismissed for whatever reason, they might not come back like that one moment of feeling dismissed, just be like, ah, this isn't for me. And that may happen. You may accidentally unintentionally dismiss someone. If it happens, you learn from it. But to the best of your ability, you know, just acknowledging people and, and just uh, again, you know, welcoming them and, and thanking them for being a part of the contribution to the space and the energy that they bring. So the question that I wanted you to be able to ask everybody here, get the gears rolling. What kind of events are you most excited to facilitate? Dream big. So for the people here, tell us, if you got some events coming up? Uh, if you've got some events that you're just starting to brainstorm, what kind of events are you most excited to facilitate? Dream big, who wants to be able to share here? So even if you're just like, this isn't something I'm planning, but like, oh, what would I love to do? I'd love to bring together a group of people and talk about and lead them on a journey. What's the journey? What's the outcome? You know, things we've talked about earlier. Who would like to be able to share? Let's go ahead and raise your hand. Uh, okay, Uni, Tyler, Graham lizzie lizzie we'll pass over to you we haven't heard from you just yet and then uh we'll pass over to graham then we'll pass it to tyler and then uni and anybody else and uh again we'll just keep an eye on the time in about 15 minutes i want to be able to to wrap this up so lizzie when you're ready well go right ahead and lizzie can you just adjust your camera just a a little bit oh uh,
7: too high that's That's perfect go for it well um i just want to say that first Carly says she wants to do a retreat on Lake Michigan. That would be awesome. I would love, love, love to be, um, involved in that retreat. That would be epic. Um, I love the idea of helping women with confidence and like emotional security, um, in relationships. I know that there's a few other women in, within, um, paradigm shift that like help parents emotionally, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of like really what started it all for me was like I just noticed that there's like so many resources that are not necessarily geared towards women. Um, so I I've had to do like a bunch of healing work on myself, like not only vi- visibility, but also like the emotional like healing work of like not being seen and um all that goes into that. So um, yeah, the bulk of like how I'm going to be showing up going forward um, to, and moving the, ne- the needle in my business would definitely be for women who, you know, just want to feel like stable within themselves and then carry that energy into their relationships. Um, that feels really, really good for me. And also like, know it's something that kind of scares me as well um just working with like high value women um i feel like i'm kind of blazing the trail so definitely going to experience moments of fear um but that's why i'm in this community and um you know that's it's just i guess a part of it so um looking forward to doing that that answer the question
0: absolutely Well
7: yeah awesome yeah so I
0: oh go ahead go ahead
7: yeah I um I wanted to actually do like a course this week and I actually like made like the promo cover for it and then ended up like not just kind of like falling off the face of the earth yesterday but I'm going to I've committed to I have off my job tomorrow so I committed to showing up tomorrow and just like realizing that it's okay that i'm not perfect um you know i don't expect my clients to be perfect and i can't expect you know myself to be perfect either so it's part of the journey and um thanks for being here thanks for having me love you guys
0: thank you and thank you as well lizzie and and again for anybody here lizzie if you want to share any links and stuff for for your program and courses coming up and events. uh, Yeah, it's
7: all in my Instagram bio.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. Cool. Um, One thing just while it, uh, yeah, you know, in terms of like being able to facilitate events, if you're just like, oh, you know, like there are other people facilitating other events, like just because there are other people facilitating similar events doesn't mean that there's, you know, a reason that you shouldn't. If anything, it just means that there's a need for it. So if you see other people doing it, be like, okay, cool. I can do this too, and it's okay. You know, look to what they're doing. If they're doing something that's working quite well, maybe there's something that you can learn from. And, and again, kind of like, bring your own style and your own energy into it. Um, another quick thing, just while I was thinking of it, even though this copy paste this way halfway through my presentation, when you're doing live broadcast, to the best of your ability, it won't always be the case. More so when TikToks and Instagram Live, um, try looking at the camera you know, like like to, to make that eye contact. If you're doing a meditation, like look at the camera lens as if it's an eyeball. And, and you may not be reading the comments in that moment, um, especially if you're doing like a live meditation or you're filming it even, the, you know, you're filming a YouTube video. Instead of like looking at yourself on the screen, look at the camera and just notice that for the person receiving it, this can really just help them be like, oh, like I actually feel connected. And, and I'm not always doing that here within the Zooms, but if I'm doing a live IG and stuff like that, I'll I'll do my best just to remind myself of that. So um, let's keep moving things along. Lizzie, thank you again. And uh, Graham, go ahead. So just reiterating the question, what kind of events are you most excited to facilitate? Dream big. Welcome back, Graham.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. Much gratitude over here for all of y'all. Can you guys hear me okay? Okay. All good. All good. Alright. So first of all, yeah, I just wanted to come from a uh standpoint of gratitude and, and uh thank you all so much for having me. Yep. And uh as far as ideas go, I have lots of them. Um <laughs> that's kind of uh sometimes a blessing and a curse. <laughs> but um yeah, so I guess let's just try to keep it to the point here. So, I think that, yeah, I kind of agree with what Uni's talking about here, how we all have so much to offer. We all kind of have like a piece to the puzzle. Um, now, in terms of how we can facilitate maybe uh, a sacred space together, um, now Uni seems to be very uh, inclined towards sound baths, and I love that. That's awesome. I think. We could maybe um, group together like a bunch of really cool ideas that would be very fun and very um, inviting and very um, expansive. And, and uh, so yeah, like let's say, imagine if we did like uh, a meditation breathwork ceremony with the sound bath in the background kind of idea, um, just to keep the vibe high, okay? And then like maybe take a break, um do some tarot reading for, with Carly or something and then maybe get like some like I have I have a lot of uh cool content that I want to um bring forth. Now I've actually had a bit of a rough day today. Uh my Instagram is kind of like uh not working as I've been making some posts that apparently go against the community guidelines. Now um <laughs> Yeah, so that happened, and um, basically, so I had to join the Zoom call through uh, the um, the Discord as my Instagram is not functioning at all today. Now, that all nonsense, all that nonsense aside, um, yeah. Imagine if we did all of that, and then what if we did like that? Actually, that could maybe be one thing we do one week, and then maybe well, there's all all kinds of things we could do, right? But um, maybe we do that one week and then maybe another week we offer like, uh, let's say some like conscious media creation, like some metaphysical brainstorming, like some really cool, like whatever you all want to talk about, like what you what uh, Brandon was kind of saying how we can, uh, it, um, explore and entertain ideas, right? Like, uh, Some people want to talk about sexual empowerment. I would like to talk talk about like sexual alchemy, emotional alchemy, um, philosophy, all kinds of stuff. Um, Not to mention like some really cool kind of like rabbit holes or like, you know, like I like, I really like how you guys are talking about like inner earth. That's very interesting stuff. Um, You know, I kind of want to talk about, um, well, actually my cousin and I have a really, a few ideas that would be really, uh, really cool uh we've been kind of playing with the idea of uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with the guy from a beautiful mind um he apparently there's a bit of a conspiracy and a rabbit hole around this whole thing um i think it'd be really cool to be kind of to to kind of do like a deep dive on that and talk about how the movie is really historically inaccurate and uh and then um yeah there's a whole bunch of ideas i'll just kind of stop there what do you guys think about that?
0: Thank you, Graham. Yeah, I love just being able to, to brainstorm ideas. And, and what's interesting is that, you know, there's a lot of ideas that are, that are coming through with what you're saying that are like already things that are in the process of, 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 of uh, materializing already. And um, last week that we were here, uh, Uni and I, just for those of you who are in the broadcast here, um, I post about it in the Discord, but we're actually working towards doing some, something for the, the 8, eight August 8-8 August, uh, Lionsgate Day. Um, which is a Sunday um, and we're, we're looking at being able to set up like a, a special live broadcast event um, with like some sound healing facilitation. Uh, I can help them it and, and have a few people on as a panel. We've done similar versions of this within Paradigm Shift Central. Like some of the big broadcasts that we've done within Paradigm Shift Central um, have been ones where we bring in like multiple creators. So we got multiple people promoting it. Um, and then it's like a, it's a panel discussion, but then there's also like a guided meditation Um, that would have like the the meditation audio, um, with multiple people facilitating the meditation partway through, uh, we've done this like a few times it's already happened. So, um, those have been always super powerful. I know a lot of people have joined into those and they were like, Whoa, those changed my life. And, and that's how I found out about the rest of the community and all the creators and stuff. So those are really cool. So yeah, for those of you who are here, if you guys want to get involved with, with the, with the collaboration for an August 8th, um, Lionsgate event just let me know. Send me, send me a DM here. And uh, again, we're, I'm still kind of figuring out the details. We're still kind of meditating on it. But I love just hearing, again, like what Graham's saying, the idea of like bringing together people. And again, whether this is just some big event or if it's just something where you, know, you guys collaborating outside of this in whatever ways you feel called, like absolutely hundred percent. And, and again, you know, like that's where like, even just like the the side discussions and stuff, like that's totally things that can just like kind of continue to happen. And some of those side discussions may not be like huge events. It may be kind of small events, That's stuff where you're coordinating through discord and stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential there. And, and so again, it's just kind of like bringing people into a place where that's coordinated and, and people know where to go, when to go. And then it's just a matter of just being able to facilitate the process of getting people to that spot. So um, yeah, a lot of stuff that we've been doing, but I, I love being able to, again, just hear your excitement, Graham. And i the feedback on that is just like, Whoa, okay, cool. Like p- people still want this, you know? Cause I think one of the most powerful things for the community to see is when creators collaborate. I, I think that's always like such a cool thing when they're like, Oh, like I follow this person, this person, this person, and this person. And you got some like, quote unquote, big creators, but then you got creators that are still getting established and people are getting introduced to them. That's a big part of what we do through the the Paradigm Shift Circle broadcast. So um, again, we're kind of taking a break from that. Just a lot of things changing in my life and focusing on the dojo. The dojo was something I definitely wanted to be able to do just so it's in the records and people can watch this in the future. Um, And I'm excited to be able to hear feedback and brainstorm with with people here in the dojo and, and outside of this and be like, what, you know, just asking that question, what epic events can we do for the community? what does the community want what does the community need and and really just kind of you know letting those events grow into some really cool ideas so yeah grand that's really awesome dude um go ahead graham we're gonna re- reply um this kind of happens before we're, we're just like going a little bit over time but that's okay um we'll, we'll keep things relatively uh yeah go, go ahead grandma that's fine
1: i was- I was just going to ask, uh, maybe if we could do a, a hold a little bit of space right now for just like even just like a minute long meditation. I could just really use like a, a moment here to just kind of take all of this in. Is that okay? Can we do that?
0: I feel like I feel like Uni's probably got some like tools within arm's reach. Uni, do you want to do want to do like a quick little sample? Okay, cool. Uni's just going to set things up, um, and we can do that. We can just kind of do a quick little quick little whether we call it a meditation or just a quick little pause. And then uh, again, just um, one more question after this. Um, Well, the question after this is again, just kind of like the closing exercise. And and I'll just tell you it ahead of time. So we know, and then we'll be pretty much wrapped up. Pretend you are starting your live broadcast. Give us the first 30 to 45 seconds. So kind of like what I was talking about. Imagine you're doing a live broadcast and you're facilitating it, you're emceeing it. What would the first 30 to 45 seconds be? So you can say like, Welcome to such and such. Today we're going to be doing, I am, so I'll I'll go over that, like the basic kind of like template. Um, But uni, if you're ready, let's just do a quick little, quick little sample of uh, the magic of of a sound healing. And Uni, I know we still have to, the idea of like doing like um, a multi-person over Zoom with sound coming through and meditation over, that's still something that I don't, I think Zoom's really designed for that because it like picks one microphone or the other. So I still have to figure out the logistics of how that's going to work if we're going to have you doing the sound in the background. Um, but there is a way to make it work. So we're, we're going to figure out how to do that. And I already got some ideas. Uni, um, I'll pass it over to you. Give us, go, give us a quick little sample. And, and for anybody here who's listening into the future, allow this just as a invitation, just take a moment to breathe, go into your heart space and uh, receive what is needed.
3: Well said, my friend, well said. Yes, there is a a button on Zoom, by the way. It's called Turn On Original Sound, and I'm I'm going to turn it on right now so that the cool. sound bowl can actually go through.
0: Okay, cool. We'll play around with that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, take a deep breath right here. We're going to play the C four thirty two, which is for grounding the root chakra.
0: Thank you uni everyone just go ahead take your time continue to just bring that awareness to your breath beautiful and be sure to tune in for more of uni's sound healing goodness live on tiktoks every now and then so (laughs) it's beautiful awesome welcome back everybody go ahead take your time yeah, it's quite the talent you got there, Uni. Thank you so much, dude. Cool. Okay, so everyone just comes back. Um, we still just do have the, the question uh, before this. So, what kind of events are you most excited to facilitate? Dream big. So, these could be solo events, these can be collaborative events. And um, it was either uh, Uni or Tyler, whoever wants to go next. Pass over to Tyler and then Uni yeah yeah go ahead Tyler.
4: Hey first appreciate that sound
0: that was amazing thank
4: you so much and uh, an event that I'm looking forward to hosting here soon uh, about two and a half years ago I took a plunge and became self-employed fully uh, without any plan and uh, I built my business fully from there and uh, have also helped other people do so and founded what's called the Michigan Mastermind and so all of us now have our own little businesses and I'd love to coordinate all of us together and sort of break down the limiting beliefs that other people have about why they can't become self-employed. So many people, they want to do things, but like myself, I was stopping myself with my thoughts. And as soon as I just took that plunge, all of a sudden, like I had clients coming in and I was able to sustain my lifestyle. So I want to get all of us together, show us that, a it's possible. We have life coaches, we have Trainers, myself, who does marketing and advertising and websites, um, and even nutritionists, all in my group. So I just want to host an event that shows people how it's possible and sort of break down what they could do.
0: That's awesome, dude. And is this something like? Do you got? Do you think you're going to do this? Like I know, right? Like is yeah, you're planning on doing this? Oh yeah, I just got to get yeah, yeah. them on one board but as soon as that i mean i'm want to do it by myself
4: i'm sure they'll
0: be done too <laughs> that'd be cool that'd be cool yeah it might be something where even just creating like a a little group message chat through instagram just be able to bring people into one place just to do the initial coordination and be like hey here's because i think at that point instead of just being like hey do you guys want to do this just be like this is happening who's you know you guys are invited you guys are my go-to. Let's do this. And then you just kind of, whether you got the date and time or whether you decided as a group. But yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. And, and would your Instagram be the place to connect for that? The information Most for that? Most likely I'll put everything yeah. on my Instagram,
4: but I'm probably going to do it on all platforms so everyone knows.
0: <laughs> cool, dude, cool. Yeah, I again, you know, like that's one of the powerful things about being able to create an event where you create something where it's group wisdom and, and it's not just, hey, we're just talking. It's something where... It's, it's a panel discussion, you know, it's a panel discussion and it's serving not just the people in the group, but the audience. And yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, definitely. Again, just like serving a lot of people and so much again, about being like a conscious creator is the mindset. So sharing your story, sharing your experience, dude, that'd be awesome, man. And um, yeah, please go ahead and let us know if, and uh, if, you, when you got the more, when you got more details for that, when it's happening in the future. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Sweet. No problem, dude. Thank you. Cool. Okay, uni, go ahead. What's uh, some big events that, that you're feeling coming through?
3: Yes. Okay, so big events. I like that little add-on right there. So I I've said this before, and I'll say this all the time. Multi-modality, community-based offering and services is where we are headed it's, it's where we're headed to the point, imagine the golden age where everybody's their own healer, you know, and nobody needs to like call up on somebody for advice or anything. Everybody's in tune with the connection to source. So I think that in transition to that space, we will be offering ourselves communally because personally, individually, there's so much energy that comes through me after, after a session or after a ceremony, you know, I'd like to take some deep R&R time for myself, you know? But I've noticed that when you have multiple facilitators in the space, you're able to play more, you're able to dance, you know? You're not you're not having eyes at the back of your head. Your eyes are in your heart and everyone's everyone's connected to each other. So uh, what I would like to see is uh, somehow, I, I, I like the festival that what happened this past year, like watching festivals do their online thing, and like the, the specifically like the ET extraterrestrial, those kind of like UFO cosmic gatherings, those kinds of festivals, seeing how they put speakers in with musicians and healing. And uh, even like they'll have a space for kids where like the parents will put their kids like on a laptop just in the kids zone. Like that's so cool. So I think that it'd be really awesome to create um, something that's outside of the platforms that we're normally on um, whether it's zoom and it's like somehow linked into our one web page but it's like festival setup you know where they can they know what the schedule is and they can come in within a three-day period and they it's all laid out for them and we have people from all around the world and so what I think that we really need as facilitators, we need like the producers, you know? So I'm really calling in the producers of events like this. And I'm hoping to get some people from Unify if you're familiar with Unify. So that's where my heart is right now.
0: Awesome, dude. That's uh, that's about as big as we can go with that. I, I agree during the idea of like online festivals. Um, some of us have, have seen that, have, have been involved with those and absolutely they're, they're really cool. And there's a lot of, again, like like very powerful beacon of hope that comes out of it, it really helps like kind of like open new timelines and possibilities it's a networking experience deep wisdom so yeah I'm again like in terms of just being able to be here with you guys and just kind of brainstorming um, just hearing you say that it's just like man like I love like doing festival stuff it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of producing but it's super super cool it takes a lot of coordinating so I mean uh, I'm definitely open to you know possibilities of seeing what can happen in the future whether it's something that you know i'm personally producing or other people are producing or you know all of us are producing and everything like that but yeah no it's, it's cool because you know one thing that we kind of have to keep in mind and, and a lot of this has been you know kind of in the back of my head uh, as we've been doing events is a lot of the events that we're doing right now through zoom and stuff like that like this is like practice for the technology that's still going to come what's going to happen when virtual reality becomes the norm What's going to happen when augmented, you know, experiences where you can imagine, you know, like putting on some glasses and you can literally see the people in your event in your physical living room or something like that. You know, like, like I'm talking like next level uh, versions of event, virtual space, digital interactions that are way, way deeper than just, uh, than just Zoom as well. So uh, Lizzie, thank you for joining. Take care. See you around next time. Cool. Yeah, so definitely planting those seeds. Absolutely. Um, There's a lot of people that I know that have kind of helped out with events like that. Um, Neil Portal to Ascension is one of the people that I think of and uh, several others. And I know a few of the people from Unify. So yeah, Uni, we can definitely because I mean, Unify has definitely done some like big events and everything as well, too. Or even just, you know, event where it's like big global meditation events. Those are definitely, definitely, definitely possible. So yeah, okay, cool. Anybody else want to share on that specific question of um, what kind of events are you most excited to facilitate Dream Big? If not, we'll just get into the closing. That's cool. Anybody, sorry, anybody have their hand up there? I'm good. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah, we're just going to get close to wrapping this up. So let's just go through with a quick little little exercise just to be able to finish it off. So pretend you're starting your live broadcast. Give us the first 30 to 45 seconds of your live broadcast. So you can just kind of say like, What's my broadcast going to be okay my broadcast is going to be okay um discussion it's going to be a sound killing women empowerment whatever the case may be just pick one doesn't even really like matter too too much at this point right now so when you do the start of the live broadcast what are the things that we want to be able to do at the start of the live broadcast um oh and and yeah just one other thing just because i'm sorry i'm kind of jumping around uh because uni mentioned it when you're doing your live broadcast when i had that like all the things you need to do before Um, honoring what happens after the broadcast, the rest and the relaxation and and like recharging. Definitely, definitely super important. So take what I just said there, copy paste that. After your live broadcast, drink water, get some rest, get some food, very, very, very important. Take care of yourself. But again, just focusing here and then we'll be done for today. So uh, what are the things that we need to be able to remember when we're starting the beginning of live broadcast? I kind of talked about them a bit earlier. So we're just basically starting with acknowledgement, welcoming people into the space, establishing your expertise. You know, who are you? What do you do? What do you help people accomplish? What have you experienced? You know, like, Oh, like, again, my name's Brendan. I'm a conscious media creator. I've been creating conscious media for a million years. I help support conscious media creators. And give them a little bit of an intro. Like what is the event? Welcome to dot, dot, dot. Today we are going to go through a journey of dot, dot, dot. Today we are going to dot, dot, dot. This doesn't have to be perfect. This is just practice. This is just a drill. And again, and just kind of concluding the first 45 seconds, uh, just being like, thank you again, everyone, for being here. I'm looking forward to having some fun, to learn together, to dive deeper, whatever the case may be. So again, I know this is kind of Maybe a little bit outside your comfort zone. Let's just play with it. No pressure. And uh, yeah, after that, we'll, we'll just get close to wrapping this up. Anybody else here want to be able to take a swing at this, practice volunteering? So I'll just kind of go first and then you guys can just kind of like mimic my template. So um, let's just say I'm hosting a discussion about UFOs. So here we go. And first of all, what you do when the live broadcast starts, this is an important tip. Make sure you are ready to go when the light turns red. Don't go into that case where, and, and this is okay, it's just practice, where you're like, it goes red, and then just be like, is it recording? I think it's recording. Oh, it is. Re- oh, oh, it is recording. Like, like, be ready for it. Have that initial just kind of like, light goes red, you're recording, you're on Instagram, you're on YouTube, and action, away we go. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining in. My name is Brendan and I'm so excited to be able to have you here for our discussion today about UFOs. Uh, I've been exploring the UFO topic for many, many years now. I've had my own sightings and experience. For today's discussion, we're going to be bringing on a panel. We're going to be having some amazing experts here. We're going to be exploring this mystery together. I'm so grateful that you're here. I look forward to being able to, to see what mysteries unfold. Welcome to the discussion and away we go something like that. Again, it's pretty, pretty basic, but just getting you into the habit of just being able to become more comfortable with, again, just kind of like introducing yourself, giving that credibility, that expertise, setting up the template. And then after that, you know, the energy just kind of fills that container. So you're just creating that initial container. So again, it's just practice pretty basic, but we'll give it a shot. Who would like to be able to, to practice going first? And no one, like you guys don't have to. So Kelly, let's uh, let's give let's uh, give some love to Kelly. Kelly, you can do this. We love you, Kelly. We're all here for your event, Kelly. <laughs> go ahead, Kelly, and you can tell us. Like, you can talk about it first before you before. No, I'm back. just I'm just gonna
6: I'm gonna just spew this okay, out. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm a licensed psychotherapist. I've been doing therapy. For seven years, and I help kids and adults express themselves more fully and deeper through art and music. And today we are going to go over the free music apps and how easy it is to make a beat. Because once you can make a beat, you can sing over it, talk over it, vent your frustrations, or you could add instruments and just play. Here we go. All you need is a phone, an iPad, or a laptop.
0: Awesome. Oh, I'm excited. Can we, can we stick around for another hour? I want to make some beats with Kelly and do some music. Yeah. Yeah. Big round of applause to Kelly. That was awesome. It's
6: so easy.
0: I'm, I'm excited. like, ho- I'm, I'm, is this a real event? Can I join? this? I want to
6: do this. I've been yeah. wanting to do this. I have like a little YouTube totally. video of hey, look how easy it is to make a beat, but I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm too playful about it. I need to like really like get the outline or the framework and, and do it.
0: That would be cool. That'd be cool. Well, <laughs> As always, Kelly, I'm more than happy to be able to help support it, so just let us know where and when, and yeah, I'm sure we'll be there, so cool. Thank you. Awesome. Good job, Kelly. Round of applause for Kelly. All right. Okay, who would like to be able to go next? Carly, was that a, was that a, no, that wasn't, I mean, you, yeah, go ahead, Carly. No pressure.
5: I'll go. I'm ready. Go for it. Um, But for real, Kelly, I want to do your event, like, I want to make (laughs) it. I was like, okay, <laughs> um so I, I love that though. I feel like that was really just sucked me in. The what you said, you totally can be playful with it. Like you want to be playful with it. I think the more playful the better, especially if you're doing it for kids and adults, like for sure. Inner child. Look at Uni. He's like, let's make a BEO. <laughs> um, all right, okay, I digress. Um hi I'm Carly. Thank you so much for joining me at my event. Um, thanks for the um, the love and I hope that you're here for the tarot. If you're not, you're in the wrong place um. <laughs> um, If you'd like a card, I just ask that you donate if you're not in a space to donate. I understand that as well um, but I'm just grateful for your presence. Um, grateful that that you're here. I've been only reading tarot for um, a, over a year. I've had my decks. Um, But I didn't really get the confidence to do it live until recently so uh, you know just keep that in mind when you're reading tarot for yourself that it's a very process and it's not as cut you know it's not as structured as we assume it will be so um, play with that have fun and uh, thanks for being here
3: awesome
0: yay and 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 Carly um, you're you're is tarot Thursday on Friday this week is that Thursday tarot's on Friday this week. Yeah, I totally Plug.
5: messed up. <laughs> I love it. I was like, "What?" And I already hit it too late. So that's well, all, is, that, is that
0: just Insight Timer? Or are you going to be live on anything else?
5: I think I'm going to go on Twitch as well. Um, okay. Plan. Okay, so can fun. you
0: go live on IG at the same time or I'm maybe
5: about? It. I've got three devices, so I'm, yeah, I'm just
0: gonna and them all. even um, that Lula website that I mentioned, maybe try yeah. that because you could go live from desktop to. I, to Instagram probably. you could try it play around How with it spell that
7: that's what I want to
0: L-O-O-L-A I'll send you a link afterwards but I do have the link in the zoom chat as well yeah that'd be cool cool thank awesome you. well tune in for Carly's uh tarot and it's a Friday at what time sorry I was like I know you keep muting and I'm muting EDT. cool cool awesome sweet well thank you Carly okay all right. Okay. We're, um, again, just wrapping it up here. Anybody else like to be able to take a quick practice? Feel free to let us know. Um, Uni, do you need any practice with, with this? Do you want to, I mean, you've, you've been going live pretty regularly. You, you, you kind of, do you have like a, do,
3: you're good. Okay. All right. I can go. I can go. Oh, you want to go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go for okay. It. So for, yeah, for me, it, it's different every time I'll give you, I'll give you the one that I've never given you. And it's like, when, I'm, when it's just hanging out with Uni, hanging out with Uni doing spiritual chat, I'll be like, Aloha and welcome to the Galactivation station here with your host, Uni Agape. Let us engage in this divine presence of our hearts together so as to reflect the beauty that is within us all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the here and now, the beautiful moment, this moment that every moment in your entire life has led you to right here, right now. Take a deep breath with me. It's like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good, Ernie. And, and is there anything in that that you could splice in with like, uh, again, establishing your expertise, quote unquote?
3: Oh yeah, for sure. It, it depends on the the, the the scenario. But yeah, I am a multi-modality energy healer and sound alchemist. So that's usually what I say before the sound bass, But sometimes I'll say, I am you. My name is Uni Agape and, and so is yours. I am Uni Agape and so are you. But, you know, like, because ultimately we are one love. So sometimes, you know, I'm I'm a Gemini son, so sometimes I would just like to mic drop without any promo. And I just like to be like, hello, aloha, like, welcome to this beautiful space. Um, that's, just, that's just me.
0: There we go. I love that. I love that. Um, while I'm still thinking about it, let's just do a quick screenshot, uh, just riding off these energies here. If anybody uh, not on camera wants to come on camera real quick, again, this will just be um, for some of the promo stuff and uh, just something short and sweet. So... I'm um, just going to invite everybody here to just uh, smile smile from your heart, whatever that means to you. And, and I'll count down. from. And if anybody wants to opt out, just turn off your webcam. All right. Okay. So screenshot in five, four.
7: Beautiful. All right.
0: I'll, I'll post that into the group afterwards. I love that. I love that. Like smiling with your heart is like stillness. So cool. Okay. Yeah,
2: um I had a question.
0: Jessica, sure, go for it.
2: Um when you're going live, you know, cuz I'm obviously new at this. Um when you're going live, do you generally like wait for people to pop on or do you just start the show right then and there? If it's
0: if it's for if it's for like a Instagram live, um usually again, you know, you can just kind of like have a few minutes at the start where you're just kind of speaking to the people who are going to be watching the recording so you just literally instead of just like starting with silence you know like speak to it knowing that people will be watching this in the future so you can do a brief little introduction and then you can literally just communicate and just say like you know we're going to be getting the meditation started in the next couple minutes just going to give real people a chance to join And within that time, you know, maybe that time you can just kind of like talk a bit about who you are, what you do, um, what your schedule is, you know, like I've been if you are interested in checking out the other broadcasts I've done, you know, if you have any questions, direct message me, just create like a little bit of a buffer. But generally, you know, when you're doing a live broadcast, assuming it's going to be recorded and watched afterwards, just try to avoid any sort of like what they refer to as dead dead air. So yeah, so whatever that chit chat may be and again just kind of like talking a little bit about what you're about to do, just creating a bit of a frame and and yeah, I think just giving it an extra couple minutes for people to be joined to be to to join is is always fine as well, but if you're just like, hey, you know what? We're going to get right into the meditation and people are going to watch this afterwards, that's okay. It, it's really up to you. So you can kind of like judge it based on what it, what it is that you're doing. So Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Does that answer? Also, your question?
7: I'll probably yeah. do a
2: um cool. meditation next week sometime.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. And and yeah. Just just let us know. I'm more than happy to be able to help promote that. So cool. Awesome. Thank you, Jessica. Cool. Okay. Uh, again, we're we're almost at the the end here. Anybody else just want to be able to take a swing at that practice? Um, just pretending you're starting a live broadcast for anybody who hasn't gone. Yes, and uh, I think we're probably about ready to get close to wrapping it up. So does anybody else have any quick questions just before we get close to finishing up, if there's anything that maybe I didn't cover that you're curious about, or um, if there's anything you just want to direct message me about afterwards, um, feel free to let me know too, but we'll we'll get this wrapped up. Again, this one went a little bit longer than intended, but uh, yeah, we're almost done here, so cool, cool. Graham, did you have a quick question or anything? Oh, yeah. Go go ahead, Graham. Yeah.
1: Hey, guys. Yeah. Okay. So I get, like, I want to practice this, but uh, maybe I'll save it for next week or something. And I'll just, uh, now that I know that it's something that we're going to be practicing, I can maybe work on a little uh, sketch up of something that I can practice on my own before I sound stupid on the recording. <laughs>
0: No worries, man. Whatever, again, whatever, whatever you prefer is totally cool. And and yeah, again, you know, like one of the best ways to practice it is, you know, even if if you guys are doing some live broadcasts coming up, always feel free to to let us know. Uh, again, within the the leading members within the Paradigm Shift Central community, we've had like a routine, um, not so much recently, just because again, it's kind of the summer, things are a little bit different. It's like we're, you know, it's like the, the summer schedule, but um, we do have a bit of a routine that we'll try to get back into where we invite leading members to practice facilitating meditations. And we do that Monday to Friday thing. So uh, for the leading members, Patreon supporters, if you guys want to be able to jump into lead meditation for that, we create those as like uh, the, the, that like the encouragement to be able to say like hey we're going to get people to be able to tune in for you and we'll do the meditations usually we were doing them monday to friday at 10am edt but um yeah for anybody else who want to be able to practice doing some meditations and some broadcasts either way just go ahead and let us know and and post about them in the um dojo discord as well and and I'll repost the link for the dojo discord um just so you guys can join that and uh post about like your upcoming events in there again that's just kind of like the private discord just for the the dojo members but um you can post about upcoming events and stuff there as well so um graham did you have another question or is that i just wasn't sure if they yeah go, go ahead
1: yeah sorry i i just oh, wanted good. to apologize for missing um that tuesday um event oh no, of,
0: dude it, it didn't it, 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 it got rescheduled anyways so oh,
1: did it yeah okay yeah, yeah okay. i ended up I ended up busy that day. I couldn't. Um, oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. yeah. But
1: um, what, what was it going to be again? What was it supposed to be again?
0: So, um, right right now, just, and, and again, we'll, we'll see just depending on the schedule. It may not, I don't think I'll be able to schedule in another event until next Thursday. But that's just kind of like work periods that I schedule in that are basically just like show up. And we just kind of like brainstorm stuff and it's not recorded. I've done a bunch of those. Um, okay. Those are kind of like just right now. Uh, there's no set schedule for that. So I'll post about those in the, disc, in the Discord, in the dojo ahead of time and again generally those are for like like right now it's kind of like something that we do for the patreon members but it's also for the dojo members as well so if you guys are kind of like in one or the other then you're more than welcome to be able to join and uh yeah and again even if you guys just want to set up like a one-on-one stuff with me sometimes that's easier because then we can just kind of like book it in at a time that works for you um graham one, another question yeah
1: yeah yeah uh just uh, one more thing i guess um okay. yeah so actually i'm gonna be um coming into some inheritance um by the end of this month and um looking to invest and i think this is going to be um i might become uh try or try to become like uh how much is it for the leading members
0: oh it's eleven dollars so for the Uh, leading members yeah 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 it's just eleven dollars per month and stuff and then like there's like a tier in it where like if you want me to kind of be more accessible for like ongoing stuff there's like another tier for that as well um, but yeah basic basic tier is 11 dollars a month so keep it affordable.
1: okay okay yeah because yeah. i can for sure do that at least cool, cool, um, cool, dude. yeah um what else did i want to say um
0: are we doing this again next week next uh yep yep i'll 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 include that just kind of we're we're at the point where i'm just going to give you guys some closing notes and everything you need to know before we leave so um yeah with uh graham's question there um we will be having another dojo next week right now the the theme for the dojo next week is uh about um like storytelling and like storytelling video editing and other apps um that may be the topic next week. I'm going to meditate on that a bit more. I'm going to see if there might be something else. I just kind of want to be able to move in ahead of time. And I also just want to be able to get feedback from from you guys, um, even just it into the, to the Discord in the dojo or direct message me of what are some like specific themes that you would like to be able to have within the dojo, uh, things that you want to just be able to get more clarity on. So another one that I do want to be able to do is just, again, kind of being uh, like, quote unquote, like mastering TikTok and Instagram, like t- tips and techniques for like how to be able to to make the most out of Instagram and TikTok. Um, and again, then that's, that's stuff where like, it may not be so much me doing a full presentation as much as it is just like, hey, everybody here, like, let's just bring our knowledge into one place. And we'll all just be able to learn Another thing that we will be doing in the future dojo sessions, um, like what we'll probably be doing with the dojo sessions, eventually the dojo sessions will kind of become uh, less frequent, like it might not be every week, we might kind of go back to doing um, some paradigm shift podcasts on Thursdays, and then uh, dojo like every other week, I haven't fully decided, there's there's just like a lot of stuff that's, uh, again, with the summer and everything, I just don't have full clarity in terms of my schedule, but I'll let you guys know um but with the future dojo events one thing that i am actually pretty excited to be able to do is to be able to bring on some guest presenters so people who have built some really cool like online communities and events and businesses and just be able to bring them in and just be able to invite them where i'll do like a bit of a bit of almost kind of like an interview panel discussion where they'll basically share like hey this is my experience being a conscious media creator and it'll kind of take like the many themes that we talk about across the several weeks here and just, you know, their experience. And we'll get to learn a little bit more about the behind the scenes of, of what's worked for them and just be able to, again, share some wisdom. So um, there's a few people that I got um, lined up for that, but I'll announce that a little bit later. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of navigate that as we go. And, and I do just want to keep the dojo sessions just kind of going as long as we need them to and uh, eventually bring in some like more, again, kind of like some special quote unquote special events uh within the paradigm shift community such as the uh august 8th um Lionsgate, which will be the next one that will uh shift gears for again that'll be sunday don't have a set time on that just yet but uh we'll be posting about it in the discord so just stay tuned and um let me know if uh, if you guys are interested with that and we'll uh we'll talk more about it so um other than that, for those of you who are listening to this in the future, if you guys want to get involved with the dojo, send me a direct message on Instagram. Again, basically, the way we're doing this, it's a private invite, but it is available for our Patreon supporters. So either message me on Instagram at Mystic Spider Man or join the Patreon and you can get involved with the dojo plus the other workshop events. And also, if you want to be able to access me for one on one coaching, just send me a direct message and we can book an individual session. I usually do those about $30 USD per session. They usually go for about an hour, give or take. And again, that's to help give you guys clarity and Uh, help assist you as need be on your next steps as a conscious media creator. And they're super helpful and uh, super excited to just be able to work a little bit further with those of you who wanna be able to do that. And again, if you wanna join on the Patreon, it's $11 monthly membership and you can join on the higher tiers of the Patreon if you want me to be able to like more more consistently check in with what it is that you're building. So if you're just like, hey, like I got a project that I'm going to be working on regularly, send me your draft, send me this, send me that, and I'll be able to check it more regularly. But either way, uh, the Patreon level, even if you guys got basic questions, just let me know. Even if you're not on the Patreon yet, and you guys just still have questions, let me know. Again, the Patreon contributions process on the first of each month. So if anybody, anybody who hasn't signed up for the Patreon today wants to sign up for it before August 1st, then feel free to do that and your contribution would process on August 1st. Otherwise, it would be processed September 1st. And even if you guys just wanna send some single contributions through PayPal, uh, that's always appreciated. And right now I'm basically setting this up where it's like an asking contribution of like $10 per session, whatever works for you. Again, time is non-linear. So if you guys are here now and you know down the road, you wanna just be able to slide me a contribution over or even just uh, pay it forward, whatever works for you. And uh, again, I'll just post a link for the PayPal in the info for the chat and yeah we got some more awesome stuff coming stay tuned i'll keep you guys updated through the discord make sure you join on the dojo and let's just go around one more time with some closing gratitude and then we'll be done for uh the recording session and then i'll just keep it open just for a couple more minutes um just for a bit of a work period but i won't be able to stick around too long i've already gone a little bit over so i just need to get back to the family so um any gratitude that anybody wants to be able to share um what did you guys learn today i'd love to just be able to like did you guys learn something today? Like, did that that happened, right? Like, Professor Brendan here. So, um, anybody want to share any gratitude? Just go ahead and raise your hand, and we'll pass it over to you real quick. And uh, otherwise, we'll uh, we'll be done in a minute. So, uh, Graham, and then Jessica, go, go ahead, Graham. Thank you again.
1: Yeah. So, I I can't express how much gratitude I have right now, guys. So. I learned a lot and I wrote down some notes this time. I was actually able to, um, I got to actually get going soon too, but um, I thought I would just close with that. I really look forward to uh, next session and I have some really cool ideas to run by you guys, but I actually have to get going, but I, I really appreciate all y'all. Thank you so much.
0: I'll see you next week. Okay, guys. Thank you, Graham. Happy to have you here, dude. Beautiful. All right. Um, anybody else? Uh, Jessica, go ahead. Pass it over to you and then anybody else after that?
2: Yes um Brendan, I just cannot thank you enough um you've really you know helped spring a leak for me um you know just um going with the flow of things and trying to heal myself um before really pushing myself to i mean I don't know every day I try I t- try to take a step further you know but um I really just can't thank you all enough um that's pretty much it
5: thank you
0: thank you thank you as well jessica and yeah jessica it's been uh really cool just seeing like your instagram page evolving uh over over the past like months and stuff uh, as you've evolved it's really cool so uh congratulations jessica on on again just like you stepping more into that part of yourself it's really beautiful to see so, beautiful. awesome all right uh anybody anybody else just any closing gratitude tyler go ahead
4: yeah. Thank you, Brendan, so much. Again, one thing I want to thank you for specifically is the resources that you've spread today, such as the Restream and Lola. Those were really amazing apps that I didn't know you could, you know, stream from your desktop to your, um, your TikTok for sure. So again, thank you so much for these resources.
0: Pro- no problem. Thank you, dude, as well. And and uh, again, I just want to reiterate, I mentioned earlier, if you guys want that separate tutorial on how to be able to broadcast from Zoom to YouTube, like how to connect that, uh, let me know and I'll send you like the video that I recorded for that a while ago. But that can be super helpful because that's where you can basically like have people in the zoom and record that to a listed or unlisted event. And that's basically where you can kind of like create a podcast for yourself in kind of a simple way um, from doing the zoom into the YouTube recording and interacting with people there. So just send me a DM if you want that tutorial. Um, Anybody else closing gratitude and then we'll be done for today. Obviously much gratitude for for all of you for joining and um, cool. All right. Well, we are ready to go and uh, I'll, I'll just conclude it here and then I'll keep the room open. If anybody just wants to walk away for a bit, come back in five minutes, we'll just do a quick unwind and uh, we'll keep it short for today. It won't necessarily be a full on work period, but any other questions, I'll just do my best to, be to answer and um, yeah, we'll be collaborating for future stuff in the future as to come. So for those of you who have joined me here today, we're just going to get ready to stop the recording. But before we do that, let's just give a nice uh, thank you and send some love to all the people who have joined in and who are watching this into the future on Spotify and YouTube. So We love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Go ahead and gently unmute your microphones. You guys can like make some noise. Thank you. you. (laughs) Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you again, everyone. And uh, yeah, go kick some butt. Thank you for being the leaders you are. Keep it shifty and welcome to the future.